Well, welcome into Monmouth College Fighting Scott Football here on AM 1330, FM 94.1 WRAM. It's the Prairie Communications Sports Network coverage of Scott's football. We'll have the Scots all fall long as usual. Scott's off to a 0-1 start after last week's ball game at Wartburg, nationally ranked Wartburg, 18th in the nation coming in. Scott's after a scoreless first quarter. Looked like they were hanging right in there. Give up 30 points in the second quarter and go on to lose the game 44-3. Grinnell had their opening game last week as well. They fell to, let's see, who did, uh, who did Grinnell fall to? Grinnell. I just add that right here. Grinnell fell on the road to uh, uh, their 0-1-1 coming into the ballgame. I'm Sean Temple alongside <laughs> Mr. Jeff Ewing. Uh, just saw you last night, buddy, on the high school game. Let's hope we can bring some success to the Scots like we did the Titans. Yeah, absolutely. I see some of our Titans down on the sidelines here, uh, hopefully learning some things from the Scots too. Should be a good ball game. Uh, good to see the Scots back at April's Own Memorial Stadium here on a uh, on a Saturday afternoon. Haven't had Scots football here at, uh, at April's Own in quite some time. Uh, yeah. Of course, they didn't play in the spring with the COVID-19. The season is canceled. Uh, some teams in the Midwest Conference opted to play some games. Monmouth did not opt to play, so uh, before last week, it had been 650 days. Been a little longer than that since they've been at home. Yeah, absolutely. It's great to see this crowd here. I mean, it's, it's perfect weather out here for football, and uh, this is awesome. Today's game is uh, brought to you by the Warren County United Way, encouraging students to strive for less than five days absent from school. School attendance counts. Jeff and I broadcasting from the Vic Royce Furniture Broadcast booth. This pregame show is sponsored by Kellogg Printing on the Public Square in Mama since 1924. Kellogg Printing is a full-service commercial printer serving local and nationwide clients. I got a chance to talk to head coach Chad Braun before the game tonight. We'll come back with that Mammoth Farm and Home Realty pregame coach's interview in 30 seconds. Welcome back to Monmouth College Fighting Scott Football here at April Zorn Memorial Stadium. That national anthem was brought to you by Stanton Insurance, your, all, your local all-state agency, Stanton Insurance in Monmouth since 1919. And the national anthem has a little bit more meaning today. It's 20 years ago. Everybody knew what they were doing 20 years ago on 9-11 of 2001 when the tragedy struck in New York. Jeff, I'm sure you remember where you were. Absolutely. I, I was in La Harpe, Illinois, um, making a little extra money on the side cutting trees. I was, it was kind of weird, but, uh, and I'd called, I'd worked at UPS at the time. I'd called in and talked to my supervisor because I was a nighttime supervisor at the time. And he said, he was telling me about it. I was like, you're, you're kidding, right? He's like, no, turn on the radio now. So, and then we listened to what was going on. I was uh, at my at my former employer. I was actually out of farmland foods doing <laughs> doing my normal day, and then we always have a radio on in our department, and it didn't take long to quickly filter through the plant. A lot of radios are on in different yeah. departments of the plant. Didn't take long to filter through the plant, and everybody kind of just did, gathered up. I was just saying, did things kind of shut down? It's just it's surreal. I get goosebumps thinking about it. Just yeah, it brought it, us together. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. I mean, everybody just kind of gathered in the cafeteria at your break time. But sure. The line kind of kept going because we didn't really know exactly what was going on. It you know that that early in the morning. Right. Until the word really started getting out nationally and but at break times everybody was just gathering in the cafeteria and just crowded around TVs but 20 yeah. years ago they had a nice moment of silence for uh, the tragedy and also the the uh, 13 service members we've lost recently in Afghanistan as well so a uh, special day around around uh, uh, a special day of remembrance around the, the United States today. Uh, back here at April's War Memorial Stadium, let's get to some football today. Let's make this a better ending for Monmouth College fighting Scots fans than it was last Saturday night in Wartburg. Scots fall 44 to three, and I um, better days ahead. We got Grinnell who's having some struggles. They did not have the season like everybody else did in Division mm -hmm. Three, and then in 2019 they stopped their season after three games. 
due to lack of players and some injuries. So it's been a while since they've been on the football field, period, before sure, last week. Sure, you see the roster difference, too. We've got uh, twice as many kids as they do on the roster. So um, it's to be interesting to see. I'm really excited that we're kicking off because two things Coach Braun talked about was tackling and special teams. So here we go. Ball is in the air. Scott's kicking off to start the game. Fair catch called for at about the five-yard line, and that will come out to the 25, I believe, after the fair catch. So... Uh, it's different in college, right? <laughs> it's, it's. Uh, I mean, I, you know, we do a lot of high school football, and we love when our kids catch the ball in the air, and I tell them to fair catch if they're close, but there wasn't anyone close to him. I, I don't know. Maybe he saw something I didn't see. but You automatically get the ball at the 25-yard line on the fair catch, so the scouts yeah. will get the second-half kickoff. I believe they won the toss and opted to receive in the second half. So out comes the Scots defense. We'll get to the starters after this first play. Your Monmouth McDonald starting lineups for the Monmouth College Fighting Scots. Didn't get your uh, keys to the game either. Midwest Bank keys to the game for the Scots today. At quarterback for the Grinnell Pioneers is Grayson Woodhouse. Out of the shotgun has a man behind him. Fake, little play action roll out to his right. Woodhouse down the middle of the field, up for grabs. He's got a man complete in Scott's territory. Wow, big First play, play out of the gate into Scott's territory down to about the 41 yard line. That's to Dustin Saya. Number five, Dustin Saya caught a really nice pass. Oh wow, they're gonna give him forward progress down to the 39. Looked like he was short of the 40. I don't even think he rolled over to the 39 yard line. It's pretty close. But. I, I normally I argue the spots, but I, I'm not gonna argue this one. Been a while since these two teams have met. Yeah. Like I said, back in 2018, and the uh, Scott's got that one handily. I believe 55 to nothing. So Woodhouse, one point out, oh. a snap past him, but luckily there's a back behind Woodhouse. Nice. It looked like a direct snap to the to the running back. I, I, do, I don't know if it was or not. Um, I, I'm interested in watching this defense because Coach Coach Brown is a defensive first guy. Uh, I, I don't know if the militias really know that. You know, his son plays quarterback for the high school I'm principal at, but and he's a defensive-minded guy, so I'm really excited to see because I know he's he was he's got a he's pepped up and he wants his defense to hit hard and wrap up and, and take good angles and do all that stuff. So I'm really excited to watch this defense uh, perform today. It has been one of the elite defenses in Division Three for the last several years, and and of course, uh, Coach Braun is in charge of that defense. Yeah, he takes pride in his defensive shot sure. unit. Loss of seven, a loss of eight after the bad snap over the head of the quarterback. So it will be second and 18. Give straight ahead. It's tackled Good. in the backfield. Nowhere. Absolutely nowhere. Maybe a loss of a yard on the play. That's the man, uh, Danny Carter, who caught the errant snap over the head of the quarterback. Luckily, it wasn't a sidecar. He was behind him. A sidecar, Scouts might have been able to get could, back there and get on that. Yeah, absolutely. Could have been bad, bad news bears for uh, Grinnell. Loss of a yard. It's going to be third and 19 now. Back to the 48-yard line. The Pioneers, or, uh, Pioneers in Scouts territory at the 48-yard line. Boy, that's something you don't, at least at least historically, you don't want to be in third and long against the Scots because they bring all kinds of pressure. Now, this is almost almost an entirely brand new unit. A couple of holdovers from, from 2019. Now, a, a fumbled snap. Gets it off to the running back, Carter. Almost got almost got to back to the... Going to get about uh, six yards yeah, on the play be, down to the 42. Fourth and... 13 probably. Yeah, I got to bring the punt unit on. Boy, after that nice pass from Woodhouse, I mean, it was a dime down there to the receiver. Yeah, I thought they might come back to that at some point. Yeah, they just, I, I mean, I'm sure they will, but I thought maybe this drive they would. Between the, the bubble snap and a, and a high snap, yeah, they went backwards after that initial big play. So on comes the punt team. Back Sweet. to 
to uh, receive the Evan Otto, is that who we have back there? That is Nate Graham back oh, there. Nate Graham, sorry. Is, uh, I can't see the numbers. Punt, oh. a line drive punt. It's going to hit at the 10, bounce. Graham will let it go. That's a great punt. Yeah. Takes a little bit of a Scots kick there at the very end, so instead of the two-yard line, it'll be dead at about the four. I don't know how that rolled and rolled and rolls and yeah, then suddenly takes the Scots bounce at the end. It'll be Scott's ball for the first time today. Let's take a look at that Scott's offense brought to you by your Monmouth area McDonald's. Okay, uh, Carter Boyer, Dylan Bone, Devin Lawrence, uh, Nathan Thornton, Nate Graham, Jake Uris, Caleb Toberman, Derek Brown, Kyle Dilley, Matthew Shimko, and Ty Reeder. I'm not sure about Devin Lawrence. You have to help me out on that if he's... It's off to Francois. A big run down the left sideline, out over the 15-yard line. Gets the Scots out of some trouble there, out over the 10. We'll see where they mark him out of bounds. That yeah, I believe Henderson, Henderson, Henderson in the backfield. Yeah, first. Henderson Francois is starting. I think Devin Lawrence may be injured. He went out early last week, but it was kind of a blowout, and yeah. I didn't. They didn't ever bring him back, well, so I didn't know his status. He was listed as a starter at least sure. for today. Okay. Give to Francois, very talented running back. Looked like it's that play was designed to go to the to the edge. Cuts it up through a hole and out over the 25. Scotts in two plays go from the four to the 26. Yeah, one of the assistant coaches for Coach Brown works with me at the high school, and we sat and talked football a little bit this week. And he told me that that uh, Francois would most likely be starting. And that, I'll tell you what, it's I mean Devin Lawrence is is an elite athlete yeah. and elite back, but you don't lose a ton with Francois. First pass from Boyer, safe pass out over the 30-yard line, complete to Nate Thornton, had a nice game last week, did Thornton. Thornton caught three balls for 52 yards, so averaged about 17 and a half a carry. That's a good throw for Carter Boyer after That's a really tough week last week, 10 of 35 last week. Yeah, it sounded like he struggled a little bit. Um, that's a nice big target out there, you know, 6'4", 190. Uh, that's a good target for him to throw to out there. Jake Urez, of course, the old Farmington farmer from around yeah. here. Folks know that name. Little keeper by Boyer. Oh. And he's in trouble. Back to the 31-yard line. It's going to be a loss of about three for Boyer there. I'm not sure be, if it was kind of an option, kind of a read option. Yeah. I'm not Francois, sure he got much further if he'd have handed it off. I don't know. I don't think he would have. But Francois sold me on that. I thought he had the ball. He did a really good job of, of play-action fake there. Going to get a big dose of Francois last week. Francois was 12, uh, had 12 carries for 68 yards. Scotts did not get in the end zone, but they moved the ball very well in the first half. Even against the first-string defense of Warburg, just couldn't get it in the end zone. Had a turnover inside the 10. Little flare out to Francois. Got some blockers. Here he goes. 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 45, 40, 30, 25. Got one man to beat at the 10. Got it. Touchdown. Henderson Francois, 66-yard touchdown run. He gets there quick, doesn't he? He does. And once I saw that first little crease, I was like, here he goes. Wow, that's impressive. He got that uh, little little flat little. blast, and what what a great job of blocking out there yeah. by the Scots. Uh, yeah, hey, block the first level and let your let your really fast cat do his thing. It is it is nice to get uh, to, to get Devin Lawrence a little rest if he got a little dinged up last week because I'll tell you what this is going to give Francois uh, his time to shine. Sure, kick by Cody Zelk is good. All right. Scots here get we on go. top 7 nothing with 10-10 to go here in the first quarter. You're listening to Fighting Scots Football here on AM 1330, FM 94.1, WRAM. We'll be back in 30 seconds. 
back here at April Zorn Memorial Stadium. That touchdown sponsored by Robert Thompson Trucking for all your rock, sand, dirt, and grain hauling needs. Call Robert Thompson Trucking at 768-2697, leading to a Farm King kickoff, the family store with more since 1959. Uh, quickly, your keys to the game maybe for today. <laughs> uh, well, I think tackling is, is one of them we talked about. Um, offensively, we need to, to get the run going with play action. Um, Question passing, and then defensively, we got to stop the run. Just pin our ears back and go get them. Those are brought to you by Midwest Bank, your locally owned community bank, investing in you, member FDIC. Scott 7 0 kicking off is Zell down yep. to the 11 yard. Did not call for the yeah. fair catch. Yeah, he, he, did, he did call for it. Inside the five. Yeah. He did call for okay, the fair he catch. Okay, did call yep. for it. So I suppose where you recover yep. it, that's where it's dead. That, okay, well, that makes that's, sense. Yeah, that's what I was trying to figure out on well, that. Well, if you're going to call for the fair catch, you better catch that thing. Yeah, right? you, you should focus enough to, to be able to catch it. It's so. going to give first-year head coach Brent Barnes even uh, some more gray hair over there. <laughs> it's going to be pinned deep. And after that initial big play by Grinnell, they got nowhere. And now they're pinned inside the five, back to the three-yard line. Seven nothing, Scots with 10-10 to go, 10:07 to go, following the kickoff. This could be ugly here. We'll see what the defense can do. Out of the shotgun, so the quarterback is going to be in the end zone when he takes the snap. You get a high snap here, you're in big trouble. Yeah, because we've already had they've already had trouble snapping the ball. Snap back to quarterback to give off the left no. side, squirting yeah, through. He got a yard or two. Yeah, squirting through is Danny Carter. It's out to the six-yard line, so a gain of two. It'll bring up second and about eight. Second and seven, gain of three is what they'll give him out to the six. This is fun to see, Sean, because I didn't get to see him last week. I was doing our game at the high school while you were doing this game uh, when they went uh, uh, up to Warburg. To Warburg. So I didn't get to see this. This is the first time I've seen Scott this year. This is awesome. Second and seven at the six-yard line. <clears throat> Woodhouse. Running back behind him to give off the right side. Nowhere. Strung out and then cleaned up. And just maybe just past the line of scrimmage. Maybe a gain of one. Out to the seven-yard line. Yeah, you'll give him a yard out to the seven. To bring up third and six for the Pioneers. Let's take a look at the Scots defense real, real quick while we got a chance. The uh, Monmouth McDonald starting lineup for the defense. Brandon Garrity, Anthony Williams, uh, Corbin Perneau. Uh, Reggie Willis, Evan Otto, Drake Dietrich, Dietrich, and Justin Douglas, Caleb Plattenberger, Michael Lord, Mason Castron, thank you, and Devin Graham. <laughs> and I left an S out. It's Corbin Personette. That's oh, my fault. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Corbin Personette. He is. Well, he's one of the ones we'll have our eye on today. He's a solid football player for sure. And now, as the clock has stopped, took a lot of time in the huddle there. I mean, they were, we got to go through the whole defense and I got to correct my spelling on there and everything before they got to play off. I was at cross country here this morning. My daughter um, runs cross country. I was over in Detweiler Park, which is really cool. Mm -hmm. But I'm standing there and this guy struck up a conversation. He is from IVC. Okay. His son plays at uh, Illinois Wesleyan. He brought up a name. I said, um, you know, he is where are you from? So from Monmouth. Oh, we play Monmouth College. Okay. He, he goes, Jake, uh, Drake Dietrich's name came up. So he's a he, solid he, football he's player. He's a solid too. football player. He's <laughs> well known. Coach Johnson and I were talking about him yesterday. Uh, he's going to be fun to watch as well. Uh, he sounds like the real deal. Drake Dietrich, yeah. A, uh, an IBC. Yeah. A Gray Ghost. A Gray Ghost. Sure. Uh, Dietrich is a senior, 5'11, 230 pound linebacker for the Scouts. Following the timeout, which is sponsored as always, and it has been for the entire time I've been here with the PCSN, your Tickham's Electric. Call Tickham's Electric at 335-3034. 
Both teams back on the field. Third and six. Back to Woodhouse. Back to pass. Now he's flushed out. Still looking to throw. A little side oh, armor to the 20-yard oh. line. Down the right sideline on the run. That was a good adjustment. Oh, what a nice move at midfield. That's going to get him an extra 10 yards. big, big play. That was the same receiver, Dustin Saya, who caught the big play out right out of the gate. That was a great job of Woodhouse buying time. Fantastic. Yeah, he, he rolled right and then found the open man and, and hit him. And then a great play after he caught it, you know. Almost identical. Gets them down to the 41-yard line of the Scots, which is where the first big play of the game well, got down to the 39. I thought the 41 got down to the 39. <laughs> well, that was a nice little sidearm throw, too. That was. He had some pressure, and he just kind of flipped it sidearm. A little Brett Farvish there. Yeah, it was. First and 10. Pioneers <laughs> in Scots territory for the second time today. we got eight minutes on the clock. 7-0 Monmouth leading Grinnell. On a big 66-yard pass. Another, Ooh. as Saya was looking for... The receiver down the right sideline, he's got a gripe. I think uh, I think one of the Scots, I think Devin Graham might have had a hold on him there. A bit. <laughs> he's, got a, he's got a cannon there, man. He releases that ball quick and it comes out fast. Yeah, it was Saya again. As soon as the ball went wh whistling past him, he had his hands up looking at the official. And I was kind of waiting for the yellow yeah. flag to come out too. Looked like Graham might have had a reach, just reached out and stopped him a little bit there. Anyway, incomplete pass makes it second and 10 from the Scots 41 yard line. Finally found a score from uh, from last week for the uh, Grinnell Pioneers. They lost 48 to 13 to Rockford. Rolling to his oh, right. Oh, and oh. almost stopped, but shakes out of a tackle. He, oh, he fumble, 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 on the fumble, ground. fumble. Quarterback just Great pursuit. Right back on it. He had no idea he was getting pursued from behind because he shook the first guy, made a nice move, scrambled right, and no idea that we had a Scott's, uh, Mom Scott followed him to cause that fumble. Woodhouse is slippery. It looked like the Scots had him hemmed in a couple times in the yeah. backfield. Little shake and bake move. Got a, and yeah. then uh, got a pop loose from behind, but it, the ball literally just bounced right back yeah. up into his midsection yeah, while pretty, he was laying on the he ground. He got pretty lucky there. It'll be third and 12. Loss of a couple on the play. So third and long again for the Grinnell, where you don't want to be against the Scots. Yep, yep. Let's see what he sends here. Let's see if they dial something up. Talking to Coach Brown before the season. We'll get to that before. Uh, and the ball is whistled dead. Flag on the play. Maybe some early movement from somebody. Snap. False start. Yeah, false start. That's another good thing. You get to hear the officials. We yeah. have to guess on what yeah, they're calling. Yeah, that's a little different, isn't it? <laughs> false start on Grinnell is going to back them up five more. That'll make it third and 17 even tougher. Talking to uh, Coach Brown before the season, got a lot of new faces, and, and they are so well known for just putting tremendous pressure on the quarterback and, and not from the linebackers where you normally see it the defensive line sure gets a lot of pressure on on opposing quarterbacks well it's all new units so he said might be dialing up a few new things this year maybe okay. some some uh, some stunts that we maybe haven't used third and 17 woodhouse back to pass setting up a screen oh. he's being flushed out to his right chased by four scots still looking to throw still looking to throw he will be pushed out of bounds at about the 50 yard line so i thought he's going to get rid of it there lost yardage i thought he's going to try to get rid of it there but nothing was open good coverage downfield by the scots now once you once you get to a certain point just chuck that up into the yeah. first row save save a few yards there cuz it's uh, going to be back to the 49 yard line That'll bring up a fourth and 18. So the punt unit will come back out for Grinnell. I, had, I don't remember what coach had told me, but he said, I tell my quarterback, when you're in that kind of position, you find your mom and hit her right in the chest with <laughs> <That's> it. <right. laughs> 6.30 to go in the first quarter. Scott's up 7-0. Punt team on Devin Graham back, standing at his own 20. Punter 
for the Grinnell Pioneers. Oh, pass, pass, pass. And he's going to oh, oh, yeah. the rugby oh, kick, and it's not a good one. He was looking to pass. I don't know. He was looking to pass, and he, he got the decision, I guess, to do what he wanted to do. But Wow, that, that would have been uh, disastrous. That was Nick Reinhardt, the uh, punter for that, Grinnell. That didn't look like your typical rugby style. Because he had it cocked. It looks like he's ready to cock it back and throw it. They needed to get a first down at the 29, and that's exactly where the punt went to. So the punt got a first down for the Grinnell Pioneers on that one. But it will be Scott's ball, first and 10 from their own 29. 6-12 on the clock here in the first quarter. Scott's already up 7-0 on a 66-yard screen pass touchdown to Henderson Francois from Boyer. Back to pass is Boyer, looking down the field. Over the middle, good pass. At first down marker, and he's gonna get a few more. That's Jake Uraz from Farmington, Illinois. Uraz out to the 41-yard line. It'll be first and 10 for the Scots. Nice they, job they for the, to get that passing game going. You do, and the line did a fantastic job blocking for him there. Good, good uh, pass block. This might be one of those days where you can really work on some passing schemes. Yep. First and 10 from the 41. Boyer, this time the give to Francois. Boy, nice job of Grinnell. Francois gonna oh. somehow get back to the line of scrimmage. Looked like he should have been back at the 36 yard line for a loss of five, but well, was a nice job by Francois just it, to get it back was to the nice line job. of scrimmage. And, and Mama's traditionally had some really, uh, some pretty good quarterbacks in the mm -hmm. past, in the past, you know, Tanner Matlick, a local kid. Uh, of course, Alex Taney and then his brother, Mitch. Uh, I don't Taney. know if you ever heard of him. Yeah, Alex Taney, that yeah. rings a bell. Yeah, yeah. so they've, they've had some, <laughs> some, some quarterbacks. Rolling right is Boyer. Little, little flat pass out to the 46-yard line to Devin Graham, or excuse me, Nate uh, Graham. It's almost a first down. I don't think he, I think he said yard, yard short. short. He's right at midfield. The nose of the football touching the midfield stripe. So got to get to the 49 of Grinnell. Quickly to the line of scrimmage come the Scots. Oh. Quickly, even more quickly than normal. You gonna try to draw him off sides? Nope. Straight away. Boy, like, hey, little, little turn hey, it around. Right. Graham here he goes, here he goes, here he goes. 35, 30, 25, 20. He's in a touchdown. Scots. That is like a hitch. Looks like a little hitch. Jake Uraz with the touchdown. The Farmington Farmer. Everybody in Farmington right now honking their horns. <laughs> well, that was a nice. It was just a little turn in. It just trying like to get the first down, and he did that all on his own. Little curl. And then he said, "I'm really fast and athletic. I'm going to go by you guys. See ya." Big play for the Scots puts them up 13 to nothing. Pending this extra point from Cody Zelt, the holder, Snake Graham. Kind of a do-it-all guy for the Scots. High snap. Oh, Graham's going to have to run right. for oh, it. Oh, great move. Still looking. Still looking. Here he goes. He's going to the left. Field. He's going to get He's in got with it. a two-point conversion. Flag on the play. Oh, it's going to come back maybe. Oh, got it. That was a great heads-up play. It was a bad snap, and he knew it, and he, he shook a guy and then completely went to the other side of the field. The good thing is if they take this penalty, you can still kick the extra point. Yeah. So you're still most likely going to get one out of this. Yeah. That's the good thing. The bad thing is you're going to be you're going to skip a point. Boy, what a great play by Graham. What was, we'll see what the call was. Because I don't know what they would have gotten on that. I don't know how early the flag came out. Got to give a shout out to Carla Ewing. She's home listening. One of our faithful listeners on Friday nights. She yeah, she listens to uh, us babble along on Friday <laughs> nights as well. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's going all the way back. What? Right to the 18. That's a 15-yard penalty. That might have been maybe a cut block. I didn't. They never did come over the uh, loudspeaker. And here we go. Now he got reminded. Blindside block. Blindside block. Maybe either a cut block or some kind of blindside right. block. 
So this will essentially be a 35-yard field goal for the extra point. And Cody, he's a new kicker. Of course, he had uh, uh, Joey Beal here for four years. Zelk, line drive kick, plenty of distance. He got there it. There we go. 35-yard extra point All is right. good. It is 14-0 Monmouth College with 4.42 to go here in the first quarter. We'll be back here on AM 1330, FM 94.1 in 30 seconds. Back here on AM 1330, FM 94.1 WRAM. It's time for the Scouts kickoff, which is sponsored by Farm King, the family store with more since 1959. Touchdown sponsored by Robert Thompson Trucking. For all your rock, sand, dirt, and grain hauling needs, call Robert Thompson Trucking at 768-2697. Zelk puts the ball in play. Oh, that's kind of a cool kick, the way it bounced. Oh, it's going to out at the one-yard line. It's going to be pinned deep. I wish. I wish. I wish. I wish that's the way it worked. But that was a nice kick. It did go out at about the yard and a half line. But that's going to come out to the 35 or the 30, I believe, for the uh, Pioneers. I think it's. Thirty-five. Yeah, that's that's what yep. stinks about kicking it out of bounds. You got giving the opponent too bad, ball. Too bad it couldn't five. just sat on the wall. Almost, yeah, it almost rolled and just caught that pile on there on the uh, far side of our broadcast location here. Our Vicaroy's Furniture Broadcast booth. We'll give your officials their sponsored as well after this play. First and 10, Woodhouse, Grayson Woodhouse back out with his offense. This time he'll throw a little crossing route. Say again. He's, boy, they just got to get that guy covered up. That's yeah. a nice little about a 13, 12-yard pass out there to the 47-yard line. Say it with his, what, third catch, I think, so far today. Let's see if I can uh, get some live stats up here for you and I. It is first and 10 out to the 30, uh, the, the uh, excuse me, 47-yard line, yeah. Woodhouse, these officials tonight are sponsored by this afternoon, excuse me, by Kehoe Eye Care in Monmouth and Gellsburg. Make sure you're seeing every play. Get your eyes examined regularly with Kehoe Eye Care. Woodhouse, little oh. flare behind him. That would have been a fumble if he didn't come up with that. Man. Took way too long to develop. Andy Carter's going to be swarmed under. Wow. About, uh, well, back inside the 40, back to the 39. So more negative yardage for I wouldn't, Pioneers. I, I'm impressed he held on to that ball because he was swarmed upon. There were probably five Scots right there on him right after he caught it, like the second he caught it. It'll be second and 18. Not quite. Not quite a Farfik Nugent yet. <laughs> Mm, pretty pretty close. Close. long distance. Yeah, we got. I got. I think I've made. I've made a new rule. It's got to be at least twenty. Twenty for, for, to be a farfetch. Before okay. it can be a okay. farfetch nugent. All right. It's your, it's your rule. <laughs> <laughs> it's my game. I'll take my ball and go home. <laughs> they give inside hand off to Carter. Good. Swarmed under again. About the thirty-eight. That might be a loss of another yard. I'm gonna bring up second or third and nineteen. See what they got in the playbook for Grinnell in third and 19. Tanner Tomoski in on that play. He's a big, thick kid. Just a lot of yeah. big athletic well, dudes and out look there at, in those red look jerseys. At how, look at the sideline. Look at how many Scots we have dressed. This is, this is crazy. Compare the two sidelines. Yeah, and what <laughs> we did the game last week, and of course, Mama even travels with a with the, yeah. like a two-page roster. Grinnell's home, which is, is unlimited. 
They had three pages of you roster mean, that we had to look through. You mean or, Warburg. Me, Warburg, yeah. yeah Warburg, and their sure. sideline was just like three deep all the way from like, yeah. you know, 25 to 25. Timeout, Grinnell. Timeout, Grinnell. They're going to try to talk about this third and 19 play on their own 38 with 2.42 to go here in the first quarter. We will step away and take a 30-second break ourselves. It's Monmouth College 14, Grinnell 0. Back here at April Zorn Memorial Stadium. Both teams back on the field following the Tinkham's Electric timeout. Third and 19. Little crossing route. Caught at the 45 is Saya again. Gets out to the 47-yard line. About to the original line of scrimmage. So it'll be fourth and 10 for the Pioneers. Scott sniffed that one out pretty quick. And even, even with that being said, Saya still got about nine yards. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's a player. Hunt your team will probably come out, I'm guessing. Your halftime adjustment is how are you going to cover him? What are you going to do to him? Oh, because I don't know what else they would need to adjust at this yeah. point, huh? Right. That's <laughs> a, pretty well. Pretty much <laughs> it at this point. <laughs> <clears throat> and on fourth down, they're going to go for oh, it. Picked, picked off. off off a tip pass. Scott's with the turnover at about the 45-yard line. That's where they'll take over. That is... Devin Graham from Monticello, the 6185 185-pound junior. Monticello, pretty darn good football program. Pretty darn good football program. <laughs> pretty darn good coach that I know over there, too. Yes, exactly. Uh, I knew that's going to ring some bells from some people around here. Yeah. Mr. Welter. Coley. Coley been, Welter. Just, he's at Alito for quite a few years. Had a huge run there. Been um, on the turf a few times. Been at, on uh, the turf a few times. State yep. championship. Great, sure. great guy, Coach Welter. First and 10 for the Scots. Boyer will keep. Pretty good running quarterback out over the 50. Close to first go. down yardage. About an eight, nine yard run, depending on where they stop the spot the football there on the far side. Be a nine yard run. So it'll be second and one. That really opens up the playbook. You've, been, you've spent quite a bit of time on a football sideline with the coaching whistle on. You like second and one as a coach. Oh, don't absolutely. You? <laughs> Maybe I mean, your favorite down. You know, it probably is because. I, you know, if you have a disciplined offense, you can get it by changing your cadence. But if not, you know, you, if you have tough kids, you can get it just running the ball. Just take a shot. Then you're left with third and one. Well, yeah, you can throw it downfield, see what happens. They're going to flare it out to Graham. Oh, man, do this all day long. He's and gone. down the sideline, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Scots. They're going to go up 20 to nothing with 111 still left here in the first quarter. Yeah. Boy, they're just the uh, receivers for the Scots. Uh, granted, it's good play calling. You got some great blocking, but yeah. they're just the yards after catch are amazing sure. today. Yeah, and, and I don't know if you <laughs> you expect that little flare pass on second and short, but that flare pass has absolutely destroyed Gr Grinnell at this point. That will bring the score to 12. Is that coming back? Well, oh, I didn't see the no, flag. No, there's back a flag. Here. Dang it! There must have been a block on the edge here. I didn't see it. Yeah, we'll see. What run the it again. Call is that is. Run it to the other side, the wide side of the field. Or I didn't hear it. There was no. I didn't see penalty. it either. Did I assume it's a block out here, an illegal block. Maybe. Well, it'll be second and five. Balls at midfield. It was second one, so this is a four-yard penalty somehow, unless there was maybe a ten-yard from the spot of the foul. Maybe. Back to pass is Boyer. Plenty of time. All kinds of time. Oh, oh, almost. Man at the 35-yard line. Throw was a little low. Had all kinds of time, though. Yeah. Uh, Luke Steffen from Grinnell almost picked that off. If it would have been a little higher, he probably would have had that. Third and five, yeah. Uh, Boyer looked like he was just kind of drift out to his left. He had all kinds of room. Yeah, Watch I thought he was going to tuck turf. it. I was going to say, I was going to tuck it and run. 
Third and five. He had a first. He easily had a first oh, down, yeah. I think. He takes right. off. Right. He runs left. Ball at midfield. Minute four here in the first quarter. 14-0 Scots. Take the touchdown off the board. Boyer. Back to pass off the play action fake steps up into the pressure down the field. Oh, throwing big pass. down the man down there at the five just overthrows. Your ass. He's got an arm too. I mean, he's just lofted that up there. He he didn't have he was he was running forward and and threw it. He didn't really even set his feet. That's okay, a, uh, he got a strong arm. Pretty good shot too. The uh, Illini West Charger Carter yeah. Boyer, 6'2", 200. That's pretty good size for a quarterback. Yep. I've coached against those cats too. They they have a they have a program down there as well. Going all the way back to the Carthage Blue Boys. Carthage Blue Boys. Jim Unruh. Yeah. Uh, Jim, Jim Unruh. I've watched. He. I've watched. I've coached against him. Uh, he's. I've watched him coach. He's good. Boyer took a pretty good pop. He's over yeah. here on the sideline, kind of bending over. Pump team is on. That's Addison Bad Fletcher. Snap. Low snap, and he's going to be swarmed under at the 38. Just couldn't quite come up with it. Same thing happened last week. Yeah. Kind of short hopped him, and and from looking at the replay kind of looked up a little bit right before they yeah. got to come and it couldn't quite get his two hands on the ball he just got to pick it up and I, I know that kid personally and he's beating himself up he'll fix this right now yeah, it was a, I mean, it was not a great snap right absolutely but it was down at his ankles which is tough enough he's to, also to a very very smart kid who's gonna make the right decision with the ball if he has to he's really upset right now at himself had he had a bad snap that went over his head, he had one short hopping, and he had one blocked last week. But the kicks he did get off were averaging right yeah. around 40 yards. Yeah, I, so. heard, yeah. I watch him lift at the Y in the mornings. Insane, the stuff the kid does. I mean, it looks painful. He's doing lunges that I, you dream of, like punishment lunges. Because <laughs> his leg workouts are, are crazy. I'm going to be honest with you. Any lunge for me at this point in my life is a punishment lunge. I don't like to pick, <laughs> bend over and pick up something I dropped on the floor. I lunge with a lunge. Uh, uh, stop, stop here. It's resetting the play clock back to uh, 25. It'll be first and 10 for Grinnell inside Scott's territory at the 37 following the bad snap. And... The punter, Addison Fletcher, being swarmed under by about four white-shirted pioneers. Woodhouse wide open at the 27-yard line. Oh, boy, just stuck and lifted up lifted up off the ground by Devin Graham. Was the receiver, but it's not until, is he short? Looked like he was well past the first down. Now, he ran back mm. a little bit, but I thought forward progress. Yep, he they're was giving it to him. They're yeah. giving it to him. It was close. Though. Progress was all the way down to the 25. They're spotting it at the yeah. 27. Yeah, he got he got picked up and planted about four yards Ooh. back from where he where he was. Big hit by Graham, whale of a football player too. It'll be Scott's or excuse me, Pioneer ball nearing the red zone of the bottom of the college. Fighting Scott's give up straight ahead to Carter. Danny Carter. It's a couple down to the 25. Maybe yeah, down to the 25 is where they'll. Spotted after the big pile up there in the middle of the line. Be second and eight for Grinnell. 55 to nothing. I remember doing the game back in 2018, and, and that's going to be the end of the first quarter. Uh, Pioneers, even though it should be 20 or 21 to nothing, is, is at 14 to nothing. Representing yeah. themselves pretty well today. Not not bad at all. But we'll be back in the second quarter. That is the end of the first 15 minutes here at April Zorn Memorial Stadium. Your score: the Mountain College Fighting Scots 14, Grinnell zero. We'll be back. Back here at April Zorn Memorial Stadium as we get start, as we get ready to start the second quarter. I'm Sean Temple alongside Jeff Ewing. Your impressions are the first 15 minutes of football, Jeff. Well, Grinnell's passing game looks decent. Uh, I'm I'm a little little surprised. I didn't expect that out of them. 
Um, yeah, I mean, and our, of course our offense looks really, really good. Woodhouse out to start the second quarter. He'll have a second and eight from the Scots 25. Low snap, drops it, picks it up. Just looking to throw. Under pressure. And he'll run out of bounds. Yeah, our defense looks pretty pretty solid too. They, they, we just got we got to make one big adjustment, and uh, you know we got to find where number find where number five is in covering. It's going to lose a yard, back to the 26 yard yeah. line. So and, it'll be third and nine. And now. hats off to our defensive backs because uh, he has nowhere to throw. Twice he's 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 scrambled, and with nothing downfield. So hats off to to our linebackers and our defensive backs and all those guys. Yeah, a few coverage sacks. This uh, <clears throat> the past several years I've been covering Scott's football. They've got some of the best defensive backs that we see all year long. Yep. Every week, it dressed in red or white. Usually just a plethora of good DBs. Back to pass is Woodhouse on third and nine. Oh, Under he's pressure, done. he's going to be sacked all the way back to the 36-yard line and out of field goal uh, range. Th there's that pressure you talk about, Sean, right there. They, he came, they came from both edges and even one guy up the middle. We had three guys in on that play. Yeah, there was no uh, Woodhouse has been pretty slippery today, but there wasn't there wasn't much getting out of that yeah, one. They, they was coming from all angles, yeah. <laughs> straight on, and then from the right and from the left. It'll be fourth, and a is it technically a farfig? That is a farfig no. in my eyes. Fourth and nineteen on the board. Oh, I'm sorry. Fourth and nineteen on the board. It's close. Uh, Mike Leary says you got to trust the board. Thirty-six yard line. They will bring the punt team out. We'll see if uh, Nick Reinhardt. Can pin this thing inside the five. High kick, very Way high kick. Up. Got a lot of spin to it. It'll take a Scots bounce. This is yeah. going to be great field position for the Scots. 23, maybe? Yeah, boy, it hit at the 20, and you could tell when it was up in the air, there's a lot of purposeful spin on it, and then you just take your chances on how it's going to land yeah. and, and get the spin. But 21 yard line, looks like. That's not bad because that normally. Normally, we'll see uh, inside the five and absolutely inside the 10. So they're going to spot the football at the 22. That's a <coughs> big game for the Scots. Already leading 14 to nothing here. Just underway second quarter. Boyer out at quarterback. Oh, no, bad snap. His head. It's going to roll to the five. He will get on it, but it'll be about the four-yard line. Second and long. We might have our first Farfig Nugent, and that's going to be against the Scots. It is. It's going to be second and 20. Second and 28. That is absolutely a Farfig Nugent. Second and a Farfig Nugent for Monmouth College here. Boy, that snapped right over his head. Had a I, bad I, snap last I, week for the punter. Had some bad snaps, low and high. Past couple of weeks, I get that short up. Boyer, quickly. Wide receiver screen. And here he goes. Look at Devin this. Graham Boop. out to the 15. Takes pretty good pop there at the 15-yard line from that is Luke Steffen. He's trying to get back. outside on that, but man, inside looked open to me. But you know, you always take that risk of somebody blindsiding you from the inside. But man, inside looked looked open there. In the backfield, I noticed uh, Carter Russell, Monmouth Roseville product. There you go. And on this offensive series for Francois. Again, haven't seen Devin Graham at all today. Uh, you got a chance to talk to Nate Johnson, the running backs <coughs> coach for Monmouth mm -hmm. College this week, and he didn't think Devin was going to play. I haven't really been scanning the sidelines yeah. to see if I see a 28 down there. He, yeah, Coach Johnson speaks very highly of his running backs. Third and 17. Boyer fakes the give. Little play action down the middle of the field. Picked, picked off, off at the 32-yard line. Should have been thrown. Boy, he kind of threw off his front foot stepping forward just as he was going down and good coverage and a big pick there. 
from the Grinnell College Pioneers. That was Will Reyes, I believe. Maybe in coverage, there was 30 something back there. And see what the uh, secondary number was for. Uh, that might have been Will Reyes, yeah. Linebacker Will Reyes or Charlie Hennahan. <clears throat> 30 something. Anyway, it's it's two Grinnell at the 32 yard line of the Scots. Again, good field position. Doesn't That's it feel just like a ball you can't throw. It, doesn't it feel like it should be more than 14 to zero right now? <laughs> it feels like it. it absolutely. But then again, just with, this, with as good a yeah. field position as Grinnell have, they they probably feel like they yeah. should be. You know what? You're right. Square. So depends on what angle you look at it from, right? Woodhouse back to pass, screen pass to Carter, stiffed out by the Scots. Not much there, if anything. And maybe back to the line of scrimmage. A little flare pass out to the right. Scouts yeah, all over it. They're trying to utilize the flat like we are, and uh, sorry, we're just better at it. <laughs> I'm just going to be blunt and transparent. We're better at it. 32-yard line by Grinnell. They did lose a yard on that, so it'll be second and 11 with 11 and a half minutes to go second quarter. Monmouth leading Grinnell 14 to nothing. But Grinnell has had their chances. They've been in Scouts territory, I think, a handful of times, at least four that I can remember at least in, in Scott's territory anyway. Woodhouse will roll left and keep. Keeping, still trying to find something. Good Nothing pursuit, there. good pursuit. Scott's just kept stringing it out and yep. stringing it out, and he just ran out of room. Another loss on the play. The rushing yardage has got to be, I'm thinking, maybe minus today for Grinnell. I can't get the... Uh, can't get the, the uh, stats up on the uh, screen. I'm having some technical difficulties with that. But. Hmm. Shifting some personnel in here defensively. Third and 11. <clears throat> Four. Grinnell. Woodhouse out of the shotgun. Trips right. Looking to throw over the middle. Got a man at the 30. Ooh, trying to get to that first too. down stick. And he's going to be really close at the 22. As the Scots quickly came up and tried to keep him in front of the sticks. That Nick Reinhardt. That he's is, quick. Uh, yeah. He's um, quick. Yeah, Ryan Hardy does the punting for the uh, Grinnell Pioneer. Yeah, they're giving him a first down at the 22-yard line, so the sticks will move. Grinnell, a chance to cut this lead in half with a touchdown here. Woodhouse with two receivers left, one right. A couple running backs with him in the backfield. Gives straight ahead to Carter. A little bit of a hole this time. Big gain inside the wow. 15, down to the 14, 13-yard line. That is going to be second and short. Co Coach Braun is going to get a little upset here if they get in the end zone. I um, I wouldn't be surprised if he calls timeout a minute just to, to regroup. A little, little draw play there. That's yeah, something I don't think we've seen yet from, uh, from Grinnell. Second and eight, kind of a new look. With under 10 minutes to go here in the second quarter, Grinnell looking to... At least get this thing cut in half. Woodhouse to Carter again. Close to first down yardage. I think he's got it. Yeah, he does. It's going to be first and 10 from the 11-yard mm -hmm. line. So mm -hmm. they can get a first down before they score, if need be. As they are in the red zone. Let's see if the Scots can hold strong here. Grinnell coming into this ball game. What were they last week? Uh, red zone attempts. They were uh, they were one for one last week inside the red zone. They just didn't get there very often. 
their lone touchdown line, or one of their two touchdowns last week was from inside the red zone. Woodhouse will roll oh, left under great pressure and Behind the line of scrimmage, wow. that is, is that 44 or 46? 46. That is, that's Corbin, Corbin. Personet. That's a heads up play by Corbin. That's a big He broke down. He, 15. Well, he's a big dude, but wow, he's got good feet. You know, because you expect your quarterback, he's one on one with the quarterback there and just broke down and brought him down behind the line of scrimmage. Second and 16 now from the 18 yard line. We need two more of those. Yeah, you're, you know, a couple more of those, and you're going to push him out of field goal. Right. Range. Woodhouse takes the snap, rolls right on the play action, looking, oh, got so a ball in the end zone, overthrows. He's Saya. lucky he got rid of that because Drake Dietrich was going to He was going to light him up. <laughs> he was going to light him up. He had him in his in his crosshairs. Pass was intended in the the, the uh, far corner of the end zone for Reinhardt, I believe, was his intended receiver. Yeah. Now you're stuck at third and 16 from the 18. If you don't get this. It is a 35-yard field goal attempt. Woodhouse got a bunch of receivers to the right. Single receiver left. And timeout taken by the Scots. Head coach Chad Braun wants to talk about this one. We will step away ourselves. This timeout sponsored by Tinkham's Electric. If you're looking for an electrician contractor that you can trust, call Tinkham's Electric at 335-3034 or go to Tinkham'sElectric.com. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Back here at April Zorn Memorial Stadium. It will be third and 16 from the 18-yard line. Grinnell trying to get this thing cut in half. Need to get a first down here first. Woodside, or Woodhouse, excuse me, rolls to his right. Got some time, all kinds of time, still looking. Sidearms it to the five. It's going to be short, but that is going to be a decision time for head coach Brent Barnes. It's going to be about, a th he's about three yards short, maybe. We'll see where they spot the football. I think it's right at the five, at the four-yard line. So it'll be fourth and two. Mm. What do you do? Do you kick the field goal? Or do you try to get this thing cut in half? Or do you take a timeout well, and talk about it? You're only down. I mean, you're only down 14 nothing. Yeah. I think I would take the three points. They got the uh, offense is staying yeah, on the field. Offense staying on. Here we go. This is going to be a big play. Fourth and two from the Scots four. Grinnell, Woodhouse. Takes the snap, draw, five. Nope. Down to the three, he's got to get to the two. Boy, that's really nope. close. I'm not sure he got there, Jeff. Ooh. Oh, they're he gonna say he got, he got first down. Immediately wow. given the signal I didn't think for the he first got it. down. I didn't think he got it. Wow, yeah, the, <clears throat> the referee that is behind the quarterback signaled first down before he even walked up to the ball. And then, ooh, he said, maybe I better move up maybe. there real quick and take a look. <laughs> It's going to be first and goal to go for the Pioneers. Let's see what formation Grinnell comes out in here. It is still out of the shotgun is Woodhouse. The give straight ahead to oh, oh, ball ball, ball, the ball, ball, ball. picked up by the quarterback Woodhouse. He will fall on it at the 14. Carter just lost completely. Looked like it might have been punched out of there as he was getting to the line of scrimmage. And it punched it right back to Woodhouse, and he just kind of sat on it on the 14. Lived to fight another day, I yeah. guess. Yeah, <laughs> you got a second down. He, he, yeah, he's getting kind of lucky. Those are bouncing right back to him. It will be second and goal to go from the 14-yard line. Grinnell on the Scots 14. 
Makes it a little harder, that's for sure. The field gets a little smaller there. You don't have the uh, any deep routes to say that's kind of bailed them out so far right. today. This afternoon, I would I field would keep a little shorter. Big tabs on number five right now. Rolling right is what we're all looking for him. Looking, got all kinds. Get of real big, get real big, get real now big. He rolls back to his left, coming all the way from the right sideline to the middle of the field. Throws caught at the six from Carter. Wow, what a fantastic job by Woodhouse. I have been impressed Super with Woodhouse fan, today. Super fantastic job. He had nothing, because our, our defensive backs are so good at covering, he had nothing. He rolls right, has to turn completely around, rolls left, he's gonna get hit. He, he gets rid of the ball for for a gain. We've seen him flip one sidearm, and that one was literally inches before his knee hit the turf, and he just flipped it out, just flicked it out to his receiver at the six. That makes it a little easier. They're going to call it at the seven. So third and goal from the seven, which is way better than third and goal from the 14. Yep. Where's Saya right now? That's who you're focused on right now. Split out here to the right. Nope. They give straight Run. ahead to Carter. Inside the five. Still oh. on his feet. Boy, what a in. great job. What's good second effort good by second Danny effort. Carter to get in for the touchdown from seven yards out. It looked like the Scots had him stopped at about the three or four yard line and he just kept them big old legs of moving. Absolutely. Carter, what's Carter go? He's 6'1", 225, a senior. That's a, that's all, that was all Carter on that one. Carter from New Berlin, Wisconsin. Yeah, that was all, he, his, he kept his legs going, like you said, a great second effort, great push to get up there and, and, and get in the end zone. Nick Reinhardt on for the extra point. Snap is a little low, place down, kick is on the way, and it is good. The extra point is good. Nearly blocked by, uh, was that Michael Lord coming off the edge there? Maybe for, or maybe Reggie Willis coming off the edge. Just about got a piece of it. 14-7, Pioneers on the board. Cut the lead in half with 5.13 to go here in the second quarter. We will be back in 30 seconds. Back here at April Zorn Memorial Stadium. Beautiful day for high service. <laughs> High school, I'm used to our Friday nights. High yeah. school, a beautiful day for college football. A little it, bit warm today, though. It would be a beautiful day for high school football yeah. as well. We probably have some local games going on, I'm sure, with the official shortage. I'm sure there's some local high school games going on today. You and I did Mammoth Roseville's win over Morrison last time on the road. That was a fun game. To it do, was a really fun game. What is this? Ooh, a little onside kick. Taken by the Ooh, Scots. He got hit. He took a good pop, but coming up hits. to good. make sure he made the catch was uh, Kyler Pestman. R really? You want to give us that kind of field position? That might have Sorry. been, Vez, I might gotta, have been Vez Glover. I need my filter back on because <laughs> I get you're trying to spark your team, trying to get something going. You you get a you know you look like a genius if you get that onside kick there. Yeah. But Scott did the right thing coming up to to make the catch short of ten yards because you can't be touched short of ten yards. So he uh, made the correct call to come mm -hmm. short, get the ball. That way you yeah. can't be popped. And it's going to be great field position for the Scots on the 44 of Grinnell. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. You just got yourself back in the ball game. Now you're handing the scouts the ball in your territory. Yeah, very good That's territory. Tough. Pull. Nice pull. As a Boyer pulls it out of the belly of Henderson Fonswall. Keeps it off the right side. Gain of maybe one, maybe two. Uh, and I said nice pull because his mesh with Francois was so good, so good. It drew the guy to Francois and then he pulled it and took off. He just said, you know, he only had a yard to go before he ran into Grinnell players. Yeah, Boyer's Boyer's pretty good running quarterback, but I'm definitely I've got my eye on Francois first. <laughs> yeah, oh absolutely. <laughs> now back to pass is Boyer. Quick oh, over the middle. High throw high. out of the hands 
of he, Nate Graham. And I'm glad that Nate Graham got his hand on that because he he doesn't get that. That's picked off. There are two guys. Oh, Boyer's got an in ankle injury. Well, it looks he, like. I noticed it. I almost said something before the snap. Right before the snap, he stepped forward and kind of went like that. Now, I don't know if it happened on his yeah. running play oh, or yeah, when he stepped not, forward a little bit. But it he doesn't was a look little, good. No, he was a little gimpy. Right before that snap. Now we have called this kid, uh, this kid's number before. That's in there, Riley Fetter. Riley Fetter from we, Rockridge from High Rock School. Ridge. We we've we've witnessed this kid. Um, we we'll do some damage against the Miles Roswell Titans in high school. This is uh, he's fast. I believe it's Riley's first varsity experience. Yeah. He's a junior, which would he would have been here back in 2019, but I don't think he had much playing time. If any, there Fetter, he goes. Right up the there middle. He goes. Fifth to 40, 35. His first carry that's for the Scots gets him the uh, really close to the first, first down. down. That's a great call because you, yep. the last thing you want to do is throw him into a passing situation right out of the gate. Let him run he, the football. Let him take he, a couple he, hits. And he probably hasn't really thrown. I, I assume he didn't. Wasn't warmed no, up. No, absolutely not. Because uh, and Boyer's is throwing here on the sideline a little bit, but he came off very gingerly. And I, I, I noticed it just before the snap, but I thought, well, maybe he'll shake himself out of it. Federer. The give to Francois uh, come at, the, on. at the 35 keeps driving forward for a first down. Riley's got to carry out his Riley's got to carry out his fakes better there. That was a great. I would hand off to Francois too, but I would also take off running. Pretend like you got the ball. You might draw a linebacker over to you. Plus, it opens up things you know down the down the road for and you. And it's just good fundamental quarterback. It's play. fundamental quarterback play, and and he's so fast that you, you, they're going to have to account for him. First and ten from the thirty. There you go. There, there you go. Mistakes. Francois, See, twenty-five, fifteen, go. ten, five. Touchdown, Scott. Great. Let me check. No flags on the play. Six on the board. No flags on the play. Great play by Francois. Obviously, great carry out your fake Riley Fetter and fantastic job by the offensive line there. Twenty to seven, pending the extra point. The Scots answer their Grinnell touchdown. Riley Fetter did a great job of handling the offense there. Absolutely. Hats off to the, to the local boy, local-ish boy. Boyer is trying to uh, get loose there on the sideline. But what a great job by Riley Fetter. Carried out his fakes like you were talking yep. about, at least after that first one. Probably got back oh, in. Oh, oh. And another bad snap. Rolling is Graham. Oh, let's see what he does here with the ball. Still looking. Still Pitch looking. Pitch it up. Oh, Pitch Still it. looking. Oh, and gets taken at down. least lob it up there, man. At least lob it up yeah, there. He, I know he had nothing, but... It, it, I think he thought the play might have been dead because he, he paused for a second there. Yeah, I mean, in, in I didn't college, hear a whistle. I mean, if your knee is on the ground when you take the bad snap, you're down in college. You got a knee on the ground. Well, in high school, too, I guess. But anyway, bad snap takes a point off the board for the Scots. So they only lead by 13 now. 20 to 7 with 335 to go in the second quarter. We'll keep it here. Your touchdown is sponsored by Robert Thompson Trucking for all your rock, sand, dirt, and grain hauling needs. Call Robert Thompson Trucking at 768 2697. This kickoff will be sponsored by Farm King, the family store with more since 1959. Yeah, I seen, uh, I did happen to notice somehow as Boyer was either either in his cadence or looking at the sidelines, he kind of stepped forward and kind of bent down a little bit. And I thought that was yeah. weird at the start, but then. Yeah, he looked, I, I can't believe he, the way he walked off and he helped him off. I can't believe he's standing on the track right now throwing because I was like, mm, that doesn't look good at all. But he looks okay. Yeah, I mean, nobody, I mean, normally you'd have, you know, Doc, Dr. Bob here at, at yeah. Monmouth College. He's standing right beside him at this point, and I don't see. I'm surprised he's not here. Kick Doc Ayers at the 15-yard line. Takes the fair catch. Should have come out to the 25. That's where Grinnell will take over. Okay, I'm old school here. I, I just, in NFL, all the special team stuff, I miss it. Yeah. I, I miss 
the big special Devin Hester. I'm not even a Bears fan, but I miss watching guys like Devin Hester do what they can do in special teams, and we've just cut all that out. I get it with the concussions and CTE and all that stuff. I get it, but here's I just the, miss it. Here's my thing with that. He caught it on the run at the 15. You're only getting into the 25. He, Why, would, he would have gotten at least right. 10 yards on a return. Why not? Yeah. I think, it's, I think it varies with the situation, unless it's just called yeah. from the sidelines by Barnes. It seems like it's called from the sidelines, predetermined. First and 10 at the 25, Grinnell trying to answer the Scots' answer to their touchdown. Oh! oh deep in the backfield and take it Woo! down by, that is Corbin Personette again. Personette is, is, uh, is doing all right, I like it. That's going to take it all the way back to the 22-yard line. Second and 13 for <laughs> Grinnell. I, you know, we, hopefully we'll get some stats here at the half. The official stats aren't aren't uh, updating right now, but um, they, their rushing yardage has got to be I, it's got to be less than less than 15. If, if it's positive at all, right? Second and 13. Back to there pass and rolling right is is Woodhouse. Look at that! And Look at that! Oh, inside the five. Jeez. Evan wow. Otto, linebacker from Canton, the former Little Giant. Former Little one. Giant, yep. That's going to take it back to Farfagnugan territory. They're going to be forward progress to the 11. That's very generous. Wow. He needed to get rid of that ball. Third and 24 now for I'm, I'm the glad he didn't. I'm glad he didn't, but he should have gotten rid of that ball. Yeah, well, I mean, we talked about it. Once you're, once you're outside the tackles, just chuck it up into the stands. Save yeah. some yardage. Get rid of it. And Woodhouse, who is a sophomore, so this is his first year of football with him not having football last year. And he'll, he'll learn. He's had, he's had a pretty decent day so far. Sure. Woodhouse takes a snap, back to pass. Got a little bit of time, getting a little antsy there, getting a little antsy flag on the play. Still alive, pass completed to 15. That's gotta be holding right there, wouldn't you think? Yeah, I think, yeah, and it's definitely in that area of holding. Pass was complete to Henry Baird out of uh, North Carolina. We'll see what the play call, or the, uh, excuse me, the uh, penalty is. Yep, it's gonna be holding. They're gonna decline that and let the play stand. So the stick will be put down at the 19 yard line. Out will come the punt team, fourth and 16. Four. The Pioneers with a minute 57 to go here left in the half. Barring any tragedy here, the uh, or barring a miracle, I guess, for <laughs> Grinnell, Scout's going to go into the half at least with the lead here, maybe extend it with under two minutes to go. We'll see what uh, the Scouts decide to do at the quarterback position. That's what I'm really kind of concentrated on. Snap Ooh, almost over the head snap. of the punter. It's returnable. Pick up at the 45. Oh, oh, big oh, hit. A nice crack back block. Here comes. That's a flag, too. I don't know no. why that's a flag, but the. He let up on him. By Graham is out to the midfield, but that's going to come back. I don't. I mean, that's just a good block. Yeah, that's kind of, I was thinking, it's, it wasn't cheap, and he let up. He, he, block, I he could have absolutely oh, yeah. decleated that kid, and he held up. He I mean, it was a good pop. stopped and let yeah. the guy run into him is what he did. Yeah. He like could have. He, he could have absolutely. They're talking about it. He could have taken that kid's head off, and he got a good pop, but he he let up. You got to pick that flag up. He, yeah, he I did, agree. Yeah, you're right. He didn't lower his shoulder. Go, he kind of stopped. Go down there and tell and him to let, pick it up. Let the uh, let the guy run into him. Yeah. He just set a pick. Is all he did. Go down there and tell him to pick it up. Yeah. Hey, scoot. Yeah. They're not. They'll listening. listen to you. They never listen to me. 
Are they going to pick it up? I don't know. Oh, they're still talking about it. This is going to be a big call because it'll be Scott's ball at the 45. Yeah. Of Grinnell, barring this penalty. Nope, they're going to mark it off from One, midfield. 129 left this half. Boy, that would have gave them. Blindside block on Monmouth. That's going to be a 15-yard penalty. Instead of midfield, it's going to be inside the 35. Back to the 34, and you can hear the Scots fans what they think of that call. Yeah, they don't like it. But guess what? You got a minute, almost a minute and a half to drive. Let's see. Who's is it? Uh, is it still Fetter? Still, still Fetter. I believe, Car right? Carter Russell back there too. Carter Russell back two, there. Two it's boys that played car. against each other in Trips high school. Right? Yeah, that's what makes college football fun. It is fun. Fetter with his first pass, flushed out of the pocket, throws over the Good. middle, complete at the 35-yard yeah, line, bounce. near yeah. first down yardage. That was a little flick out to Dylan Bone, who the coaching staff is really high on. Bone, six foot two, 225-pound junior from Jacksonville, Florida. We have two timeouts left. Minute eight, minute seven, just over a minute left. Scott's lead 20 to seven. Second and one. Here's Russell off the left side. Out there near field. Leaps a man. Inside brought Pioneer territory. The clock will stop until they get the, the stick set. Down to the 47-yard line of Grinnell. I miss watching that kid. The offense. I, I, we pretty much watched him play for four years at high school. I'm, I really miss Carter Russell. I miss him in, in the hallways at school. I miss watching him play. I called probably three different sports with that young man back in school. <laughs> Better yeah. back to pass. Get Riley Fetter fakes, flips it out, complete on the left sideline, can't get out of bounds. Is Nathan Thornton, so the clock will continue to run. Now Scott's gonna have to take a timeout here after a four-yard gain, second and six at the 44-yard line of Grinnell with 39.4 seconds remaining here in the second quarter. It is Mammoth 20, Grinnell 7. We're gonna step away and take a 30-second break here on AM 1330, FM 94.1 WRAM. Place. Back here at April Zorn Memorial Stadium, down to the final, uh, they put another couple seconds on the clock. 41 seconds exactly left in the second quarter. Scott's lead 20 to seven. Fetter back to pass, got time. And now runs out of time, is gonna take a sack all the way back in Pioneer yeah, territory. That might've been, uh, you talked about earlier, that might've been a good coverage sack there from Grinnell. Yeah, they pulled his helmet off. Now, I don't know what the rules in college. Does he have to come out for a play? Your helmet yeah, I, off? I think so, unless there's a penalty on yeah, the Here's Boyer penalty, anyway. Come out. Yeah, Boyer's going to come back out. Fetter's going to come to the sideline. Yeah, good coverage sack there for, for the uh, Pioneers. All the way back to the 45-yard line. It'll be third and 18 with 31.4 seconds to go. You, can't, you don't want to do anything too risky here with, with 31 seconds for sure uh, because you want to go in the half with a two-touchdown lead. You don't want something disastrous to happen yeah. with 30 seconds. You got to be happy with a two-touchdown lead and, and momentum instead of uh, maybe giving one up and only being up one score and then all the momentum be rolling over to Grinnell. They, I think they just had a 10-second runoff of the helmet coming off. Oh, wow. Huh. Okay, even without a penalty, that's that's odd. Third and 18, those things just don't come off themselves. No, <laughs> that's for the very, most part. very true. <laughs> for the most part. Boyer will give, got a little room. Midfield, 45, 40, 30. And out of bounds. And out of bounds, the Scott's the first down with five seconds to go. He got one shot to the end zone. It was a good run. He pulled it and as he saw something over it. He broke two tackles kind of right, right off the bat and then made a good play. 
And Boyer will come out of the ballgame. Or could that possibly have been Connor McCormick, a quarterback oh, from Sherman, Illinois? Was that wrong? Could have been. I mean, it was 16, but there's two 16, and I can't. I don't hey. know if I see Boyer here anywhere. I'm not sure. I think Boyer's there still. You know what? That was Maybe McCormick. that was McCormick warming yep. up here because that, okay, that, that, that explains it. That, it makes a lot of sense now, doesn't it? Timeout will be taken by the Scots. That's their final timeout with five seconds to go. We'll keep it here. Kind of take a, a kind of survey of the sideline here and see what we've got. I think Federer will be back in the ballgame. And Federer, can, he can hurt you with his feet. We watched it. Even at the collegiate level, he can hurt you with his feet. He's a quick kid. And he's he's a heady kid. You know, if he sees something, he's going to pull it and run. But you only got five seconds. Yeah, here's 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 the issue. With five seconds left, you have no timeouts. Right. I, was, I was thinking maybe a quick, complete pass, get down, call timeout, bring in the field goal unit. Now you can't do that. I thought you were going to call the hook and ladder play right now. <laughs> or I that. really thought you were going to say that. hook and ladder. I would... Uh, I'll certainly go with that as well. <laughs> Let's see. Fun. That'd be fun to watch. It would be fun to watch. We've seen it before. We've seen it before on some Friday nights for sure. All right, here we go. Both teams back on the field. Five seconds to go. It is first and ten for the Scots on the 27-yard line of Grinnell. No timeouts. Five seconds left. Fetter back to pass. He's going to lob it up down the sideline. Oh, Ooh, that was a nice attempt by the receiver down there. Good coverage by Grinnell. Good but Jake Uraz. No flags, right? No, that's no. going to end the half. I see the official out there at midfield. He's just checking to make sure everybody gets off the field in due time. And that is it. Yeah, no flags on the play. That's the end of the first half. It's the Scots 20. The Grinnell Pioneers at 7. We'll be back with the halftime show in two minutes. Welcome back to April Thorn Memorial Stadium. It's time for the, the uh, halftime show. Brought to you by Land Management Partners Agency Insurance Services for your auto, home, commercial, and farm insurance needs. Contact Rachel Kunkel or Julie Martin at 734-2116. Your score at the half, it is the Monmouth College Fighting Scots 20. The Grinnell Pioneers 7. If you're standing on the Monmouth College sideline, you think it could could be, should be about 30 to 7. If you're on the Grinnell sideline, you're thinking it should be maybe knotted up at 20. This kind of depends on what angle you're looking from. It's kind of the way this first half has went. I'm Sean Temple. Joining me here at the half, a guy that I've probably texted or emailed or talked to probably a couple thousand times since uh, <laughs> since I started the radio station. Uh, former sports information director here at Monmouth College. You all know him. It's Dan Nolan. Dan, how you doing? I'm doing well, thanks. How's uh, retirement treating you, buddy? Uh... Up until uh, about a month ago, it was treating me pretty well, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, coming uh, in here in a sling, what happened? Yeah, I uh, well, I was at work, and uh, you know, I was a sedentary job for about 40 years between radio and, and uh, SID work, and just uh, lifted a little, tried to lift a little too much at work, and uh, tore a bicep tendon. See, uh, I completely tore. So I, I did, I did manual labor for many number of years at, at a local. Uh, uh, packing house around here and I know I can tell you from first hand manual labor is not all what it's cracked up to be what's I, the matter with you I tell you what I, I really enjoyed it working with the park district and uh, you know outdoors uh, it wasn't so thrilled about rain and cold but uh, really just uh, uh, Lester Weir uh, who's a member of the oh, chain sure. gang yeah. Yeah. Uh, was my boss and uh, uh, he's just been great uh, to work for but then uh, you know about a month ago I, I tore the, the tent in complete tear wow. and I can tell you that's not a fun experience so don't do that no um, but but, uh, you know, really enjoyed it. Uh, it dropped 10 pounds and uh, came in uh, to the uh, to the college uh, last week and uh, saw Coach Tebow. I think you're having her yeah, on sure. a little yep. bit later. Yep. 
and uh, she introduced me to uh, the new uh, women's basketball coach, Megan Jones, and referred to me as the old SID. <laughs> did I say former or did I say <laughs> old? I think I you said you. former, but, okay, uh, good, good. but then she tried to backtrack and tell me I looked, uh, I looked really good that I'd lost weight. And uh, actually, I did. So yeah, I was, uh, well, and then I, I'm continuing a weight loss program by uh, eating with just the left hand, <laughs> <laughs> because I'm. Is that I, is that half as much food you're taking uh, in then? That's no. Well, <laughs> it takes me longer to get it in, ah, and yeah. it's pretty comical to watch because I am really right-handed. Yeah, I, so, I, uh, I, you're probably like me. You're you're small in stature, so you probably played a lot of point guard when you were growing up uh, for basketball. I never was a very good left-handed point yeah. guard. <laughs> yeah. Well, my, the scouting report on me was can't go left, can't go right. And it's very average <laughs> even going back. Yeah. Just go ahead and foul him. He'll miss the free throws. Right. So, Right. Uh, I mean, besides that, other than that, you've spent yeah. so much time here at Monmouth College, and, and I'm sure it, it feels pretty neat to be back here at April Zorn today. It, it does. It's uh, you know, And it's funny because we talked off the air. We're in the process of moving, and we're just a couple of blocks from uh, from from the stadium and and the college this year uh, moved the the tailgating to the Euclid lot across from the Park District's tot lot. I'm like, this is great. They're finally within walking distance for me, and I don't have to work, so I can go. And we're moving. <laughs> moving. So, but well, yeah, it's it's, it's it's nice uh, to to be back on campus. It was good to talk to some of the coaches when I was here last week. And Coach Braun, uh, first thing he said, without referring to me as the old SID, <laughs> uh, that I look lean. So, coming out of Coach Braun, that yeah, meant an awful say, lot. That guy stays in pretty good shape. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. for sure. That's for sure. Uh, what do you think about the Scots here in this first half? Uh, you know, it's, it's interesting. I've got to give uh, uh, the – he's a freshman on the onside kick. Uh, can't think of his name, number 17. Um, for us? Yes. Uh, Vez Glover? Glover, yes. Yeah. Really super heads-up play on that onside oh, yeah. kick as a freshman. To, to come up and get That's the ball in the about. air because it hadn't gone the 10 yards yet, mm -hmm. but if you let it go, who knows what's going to happen? You're going to take a pop. You know, and, and you know, give give credit to Grinnell to you know roll the dice, take a chance, and then you know the Scots come back and punch them in the mouth with that touchdown. So, uh, really, uh, we were listening to the game on on the way back uh, from Galesburg, my wife and I, and um, she says, is, "Is Monmouth this good?" I said, "I I don't know. I haven't seen them in person yet, but I can tell you, with Coach Braun and his staff, uh, they're going to be pretty good." And and I guess you know we should should uh, give uh, Coach Russell a little uh, condolences that his, his son Carter went to the dark side the and offensive uh, side yeah, decided to play uh, offense instead of defense. But then on the other hand, you want to be coached by your dad. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> I know we were, did the game last week with Hortberg, and uh, you couldn't really tell the numbers all that great. So we had, uh, had a running back go to the left side, nice 15, 16-yard gain. And I was like, oh, there's a new running back in the ballgame. We'll get a number on him. I was like, oh, that's we come back from the break. And I said, that was Carter Russell, Mammoth Roseville yeah. product, Carter Russell. So Julie, his mother, sends me a, a message on Facebook. How did you not know that was Carter? Yeah. I said, I don't know. I said, but when I was talking to my broadcast partner at the break, I said, I should have recognized that fast shuffle that he had going on. There's not His feet don't leave the ground a whole lot when he runs. It's no. just a fast shuffle. But a couple of, a couple of different body types. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. But, yeah, the, the Scots look good from what I can see uh, on offense and, and and hopefully Carter Boyer will be okay and will come back in the second half. And, and the defense, and Corbin Person, that's just been a terror out there. And, you know, it took Grinnell forever in the red zone to finally get in the end zone. And, and really, that was a case of one step. Uh, one, one step and the quarterback sacked. Uh, so it, the defense looking pretty darn good. And the offense not too bad either. And, you know, we had the, the long runs and Riley Federer broke off that long run. So 
a lot of lot of weapons offensively and defensively for for Chad Braun's group. It's going to be another fun fall here at April Zorn Memorial Stadium. That's that's for certain. And I think I've heard you say it many times. Uh, Chad Braun doesn't rebuild; he reloads. He sure does. You know, and then you know, I I uh, just was joking with him when he his first year. I said, "Well, you're off to a better start than your predecessor." And and Chad was very honest. He said, "Well, I, uh, we had a little bit more coming in when I started uh, because you know we, we had the juggernaut going then, yeah. and uh, so and of course one of those guys was Alex Tanny. Uh, so that that didn't hurt either. But uh, but yeah, Coach Braun, he's just he's got the system figured out. And uh, I, I think of, of, of Tim Ingebretson. I mean, he coached out at uh, United. Absolutely. Or uh, actually, it was Warren then. Yeah. He didn't come in and try to revamp everything he's just uh, polished a, a few things and put a couple of his things in and and Chad's done pretty much the same thing here if it's not broke don't fix it I'm sure you've probably told him the same thing got a lot of guys from the California Florida area and I keep telling him if you need somebody to go on these recruiting trips yeah, with, yeah I'm all about it <laughs> yeah you know and and uh, you know and the thing is too with uh, Florida there are no D3 schools there, so if a guy wants to play college ball, but he's not a Division One guy, he's got to go somewhere. And uh, you know, hopefully, when they get off the plane here, we don't have a foot of snow on the ground <laughs> right. to scare them off. I guess I never thought of it because you think of Wisconsin, who doesn't have anything but Division Three. It seems like up there, Florida's just the exact opposite. There's no. Yeah, it's uh, it's really interesting, and and we've got a ton of alums uh, in in Florida, and I, you know, I can think of about four or five right off the bat in the Tampa area. Uh, that that were uh, most of them, I think, were student athletes. So we've got a, a lot of connections, not just in Florida, but uh, around the nation. Dan, and we, I should say, Monmouth College. Right. I forget, I'm retired. It's, no, it's still <laughs> we. It's always going to be we for you. Always going to be we for you. Uh, thank you so much for stopping by the booth. We appreciate it. Anytime you're here at April's Zorn Memorial Stadium, let me know. We'll have you and see what's going on with hey, you. I, I, I may have to hitch a ride because once we move, uh, I'm, I'm restricted from driving with this injury for about another five or six weeks. So. I may be giving you a call. Hey, you come go. over here and get me. Hey, as much as you've done for me at the radio station, I'll come pick you up. It don't bother me none. I'll just get you on the way. It sounds okay. good. Thank you so much, Dan. All right, thanks. That's Dan Nolan, former sports information director at Monmouth College here. We'll be back with uh, our, our current sports information director, Nathan Beliba's interview with volleyball coach Emily Tebow. We'll come back with that interview in 30 seconds. We are getting jiggy with it here at April Zorn Memorial Stadium. A couple minutes on the halftime clock here. Thanks to Dan Nolan for stopping by and, uh, and chatting with the folks here. Spent a lot of time here at April Zorn Memorial Stadium doing different events and different different sports. And also uh, thank you to Nathan Beliva, the current SID, for his interview with Emily Tebow. We'll get a chance to talk to new women's basketball coach Megan Jones uh, somewhere down the road, probably next week for our Scots uh, coverage at halftime. Thanks to Nathan for everything he does for us at the radio station as well. Halftime scoring update sponsored by Save a Lot Food Stores. Save a lot of time, save a lot of money, save a lot food store in Monmouth. It is 20 to 7, Monmouth College leading Grinnell. Normally we would give you folks the uh, halftime stats with that, but I think the uh, stat program is uh, kind of uh, on the fritz here at Monmouth College, so we're not going to be able to get you guys any halftime stats. Hopefully we'll maybe get you some stats at the end of the ball game, but we'll see how that goes. Uh, Scott's 20 to seven, and like uh, we were talking right before uh, Dan came in, depending on what sideline you're on, it's a weird feel to this game. If you're if you're a fan of the Grinnell Pioneers, you're thinking, man, we are this close to being down a touchdown and maybe even tied. For on the mama's sideline, we feel like we've dominated this game. Should be up by four touchdowns instead of two. Absolutely, you see a couple breaks on both sides of the field. Yeah, they've had some fumbles and some bad snaps. Luckily, they got on some of their fumbles that popped right back in the quarterback's hands. Um, and you saw their defense, our defense just uh, do a 
pretty good job. We broke pass coverage a couple times early, like the first play of the game. Uh, we're going to bounce back because, like I said, Coach Brands, Braun's a defensive guy. He's going to make his adjustments, and, and I really think we're going to see a different second quarter here. Yeah, we – I know Division Three, the COVID – the COVID thing kind of wreaked havoc on Division Three, not having hardly any sports last year. On um, the world. And I know back in 2019, <laughs> talking to Coach Braun, he had a ton of seniors that year, and he would have had a ton of seniors last year. Of course, with the, with the, the plus 100 guys on your roster, you're going to have a lot of seniors. But with that being said, had another big group of seniors that gra would have graduated last year. Right. You're down to your sophomores back in 2019. Right. So the experience isn't there. Right. It right. really isn't. Unlike Warburg, who had some experience they brought back. This defense of Monmouth College has always relied on those sophomores and juniors taking over, sophomores and juniors taking over. You're down to sophomores and freshmen, at least at this point, taking yeah. over for this season. Right. Both teams on the field, ready to start the second half. Again, Scott's 20, the Pioneers 7. Scott's will receive the second half kickoff. Your halftime show is sponsored by Land Management Partners Agency Insurance Services. For your auto, home, commercial, and farm insurance needs, contact Rachel Kunkel or Julie Martin at 734-2116 today. It's time for the kickoff. All kickoffs are sponsored by Farm King, the family store with more since 1959. I'm really glad we have a season this year because I don't know if, if Coach Russell, who is a friend of mine, his wife works with me. I've known her since junior high, great girl. Um, I don't think he could have handled another year without college football. I, every time I seen uh, Julie walking around, she had like a nervous twitch because there was no, <laughs> just, just like a nervous twitch. Yes, no she did. A little pop-up kick. Ooh, it's a live Good. ball down at the 40-yard line. The Scots do get on it. They're going to have great field position. It's an interesting kick there. It's oh. uh, a very interesting kick. Yeah, I mean, I, I understand probably not wanting to kick it deep to Nate Graham. I mean, he's he's a pretty darn good athlete, yeah. but uh, they've, they've tried an onside kick. They've tried a pop-up kick. They're trying a little bit of everything. Today. Well, and yeah, you, you don't want to give him this kind of field position, though. And I know yeah. it's hard to say, you know, if we kick it to him, he's probably going to get better. Than, you don't know that. Um, I don't know. It is Riley Fetter, Carter Royer, out of the game there late in that first half and has not been back on the field. We've seen uh, Josh McCormick come out. There goes that Francois. Uh, Francois. There he goes. Francois at midfield, finally shoved Good out of bounds run. in Pioneer territory. First down. Down, down to the 43-yard 40, line is where they'll push him out of bounds. It'll be Scott's first and 10 in Pioneer territory. Yeah, Federer in now. We did see Connor McCormick for one play uh, while Federer had his uh, helmet knocked off, so he had to sit a play. As he, uh, he's got some practice snapping going on down here on the sideline as well. Scott's uh, snapping has been a little, uh, well, just not good so far today. Federer keeps, pulls it back out of the belly of Francois at the 30, 25, inside the 25, down to the 22. Riley Fetter from Rock Ridge High School, the Rocket, getting it done today. Told you, he can kill you with his feet. I've seen it firsthand when he was in high school, and, and he's only gotten stronger in college. Granted, he's going to get some, so you know, the, the, that next-level athlete, but, uh, yeah, he's he's a player. And then multi-sport multi athlete yeah, oh, as yeah. well. Fetter, complete, down to the 19-yard line, turning and getting down the sideline, cutting it back at the five. That's Is he in? I call touchdown, Scott. yeah. What a great effort by Jake Uraz. Yes. Fetter to Uraz. Who would have thought we'd have seen a Rock Ridge Rocket throw to a Farmington Farmer <laughs> for a touchdown? <laughs> this is wild. I love it. I love it. 26-7, Scott's 
see if they go for two or they'll kick the extra, they'll kick the extra point. Something they probably need to work on anyway. With a new kicker in Cody Zelt taking over for the four-year starter, Joey Beal, one of the best kickers in the Midwest in Division Three. Kick is up by Zelk, and it is good. There Scott's we go. up by 20 points now, shortly underway here in the second half. 27-7 with 13.52 to go. We'll be back in 30 seconds here on WRAM. Back here at April Zorn Memorial Stadium, that touchdown sponsored by Robert Thompson Trucking for all your rock, sand, dirt, and grain hauling needs. Call Robert Thompson Trucking at 768-2697. Time for the Farm King kickoff. A family store with more since 1959. Zelcon for the kickoff. Ball teed up on his own 35. It's in the air. We'll see if they call for the fair catch. Yeah, fair catch called for at the 14, 15-yard line, and they'll get it at the 25. Seems to be what they've... That's their, uh, that's their mode of attack. Their MO right there. Their yeah. MO. On there. So they'll All have right. first and 10. Woodhouse out for the first time here in the second half. As the Scots don't take long to score. Uh, just a little over a little over a minute. Yeah. Some really good play calling there. A good effort. The effort was is incredible. Just coming right out saying, hey, we're gonna we're gonna punch you in the mouth and we're gonna go score. That's what they did. Federer put it on the money to Uraz, and then he made a little yeah. just turned a little in. Looked like it was gonna turn outside and maybe have the first down, be happy with it, but he turned inside and then turned it on. Rolling right is Woodhouse on first oh, down. Phil, 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 still Phil. looking, still looking, throws oh, on the wow. head of Reinhardt as, as he's popped into the uh, popped into the uh, little cool. row of fighting Scott players there. Coach, Coach Ron had something, yeah, he had something to say to one of his players. Somebody was catching the ire of some of uh, Coach Brown there. Boy, he. I thought he was excited about the, the shot out of bounds, but he went by the tackle I, and was I, chewing on somebody. I think what he wanted to do was, I was, I was saying Phil, Phil. I, I'm not saying this. He may have wanted um, his outside backer here to, to fill and go get the quarterback, you know, put pressure on the quarterback. Woodhouse will keep off the left side. Got a little room out over the Come 30. On, First down out to the 36-yard line. Good run by Woodhouse, about 11 yards. That, that's the something sticks. they do when they, when they sprint out to the right. Um, we got to start. We got to. We got to seal that off and, and, and get in the quarterback's face. <laughs> Coach Braun, uh, Dan Nolan, and I were talking about how good a shape Coach Braun is in. <clears throat> Boy, he, he was flexing on somebody there as he was running down the sidelines. First and ten, or Grinnell from their own 36. Woodhouse to give up the middle to Carter. Makes a man miss into the That's second level run. and an almost right. another first down out to the 44 yard or out to the 46 yard line. Establishing their run game with him, you know they, they started in the second quarter giving him the ball more and uh, and he's running hard. He ran hard there. I thought that was a first down. No, it is okay. You and I were uh, talking. I was right at the 46 yard line. Yeah, initially it looked like it was about a half yard short and kind of moved it right on out to the 46 first and 10. Uh, you and I were talking midway through the second quarter. We didn't think they had probably 10 or 15 yards total. Yeah. Since then, they've done a much better job. Carter, he spins off the initial hit. He's going to pick up a couple extra yards. Hit at the line of scrimmage and kind of bounced off and spun around a little bit. Down to the, or out to the 48-yard line. Again. Danny Carter is a 6'1", 225-pound senior from New, New Berlin, West, Wisconsin. He's a big, strong kid. Yeah, he got some, he got some solid, solid legs out there. Yeah, it's like a tree running out there. Second and seven, gain of three for Carter. He's in the backfield with Woodhouse. Single receivers left and right. 
They give it to Carter, this time off the right side, out over midfield into Scott's territory, Ooh. down to the 48-yard line. A little action going on in the secondary. All right, don't, don't get low to sleep here now. Third you've and had a, four. You've had a healthy dose of, of Danny Carter now. You, you don't fall asleep. There's that guy, Saya, just came don't, into the huddle. Don't fall asleep. Don't Defensive backs, don't fall asleep here because we're good. Our defensive backs are really good. Interesting decision should they not get this third down. Third and four right at the 48-yard line of the Scots. Back to pass is Woodhouse setting up a screen. Complete, oh, deep in the no backfield, but no the Scots sniff it out. That's oh, a big loss. Loss of about five yards. Yeah, way to sniff that out. That was to Carter again, and, and uh, as far as he was dropping back, well, you could just see the screen coming, and so could the Scots. Back into Pioneer territory, back to the 48-yard line. It'll be fourth and eight now. Offense, now here comes the punt team. I thought the offense was staying on the <laughs> field in a late, late arriving punt team, but now they're gonna have to go. The play clock is down to 13. They're still in the huddle. Down to 11, like 10. Nathan, Nathan Graham back deep, it looks like. Yeah, <clears throat> standing on his own 15-yard line. Oh, Rolling left is right. He's, he's going to keep it. He's got some room. He's going to get there. Down to the 45, 40, 35. Finally shoved out of bounds at the 30. Boy, that was I told you he's all kinds he's of room fast. on that side. Yeah, he's fast. You saw that when he when he caught that slant. I don't know if it was a slant or what it was. When he caught that pass play earlier, you, he's got wheels. He's got short, choppy steps, but he's fast. Down to the 36-yard line. Yeah, first down. Tell you what, Grinnell, since the last time we got a timeout on the field? No. They're huddling over by the sideline since it was close and they had to respot the football. So the coach gets to kind of a little, looks like a timeout huddle and right to the line of scrimmage. That's interesting. Yeah. First year coach, Eric Grinnell. Brent Barnes, I think, you know, from what I've seen today, he's got the program at least headed in the right direction. Sure. It was 55 to nothing. I'm not even sure it was that close the last time these two teams played. Different, different running back there. Stopped at the line of scrimmage. That, that is, is Henry Baird, isn't it? Henry Baird, yeah, a freshman from North Carolina. 6'1", 218-pound freshman. Just look, doing some game prep. It seems mm -hmm. in a, 2018 was a long time ago. I don't know what I did yesterday. <laughs> but I don't remember writing down or looking at the sizes of players that Grinnell has in the program now from way back in 2018. I, I just think the program's gotten a little bigger with some recruiting by, by uh, Coach Barnes. Well, and that's a huge part of their job. The coaching job here is the, the recruiting. Oh. Oh, the free play. As the Scots jump off sides. Now they're going to call it dead. I don't know why. The quarterback was not in peril. I that Even on Sundays. Mm -hmm. Well, Offsides on the Scots. I don't, I, on Sundays watching NFL football, sometimes they blow it dead, sometimes they yeah. don't. I'm confused as to when you let it go and when you don't. But uh, fortunate for the Scots, they let that go because that would have been a free play for Grinnell. Yeah. And there were some there were some receivers running some fly routes. <laughs> Second and five from the Scots 36. Woodhouse has two receivers right, one left. Give off the right side to Baird. Stacked up at the line of scrimmage, not much there. Does get inside the 30 down to the 29. So a pickup of one yard for Baird. He's third and four, maybe third and closer to three, maybe, as I look at the stick across there. What do they got on the board? <clears throat> third and three is what they're going to call it. Big down here for Grinnell. All right. Here we go, Scott. Let's make a play. Two receivers right, one left. 
Woodhouse throws it over the middle. Sidearm right into the... Oh, oh just through oh. the arms of Devin Graham. Oh, he wants that one back. Wow, if he'd have caught that, he had a lot of room on this left he, hand, well, left sideline. If line. he gets to this he hash, gets it run. he gone. Uh, he gets it, uh, gets it on the run. Fourth yeah. and three, so the offense will stay on the field inside the 30-yard line for Grinnell. But, boy, another one of them little sidearm throws from, from uh, quarterback Woodhouse. Fourth and three. Big play for both both squads. Probably more so for Grinnell, trailing by 20 points. Oh, he's got edge, edge pressure. Woodhouse Ed's under pressure, nice and down pressure. he goes back at the 35. Good. The sack will give the ball back to the Scots. Great play call coming off the edge there by Coach Braun. I'm 99% I'm sure he made that call, that guy coming off the edge there. I don't know how the quarterback didn't see it, because we saw, and of course, our vantage point's pretty good up here, but, man, he was coming. You knew it. Pre-snap. Pre-game interview with Coach Braun last week, he said with with a young squad, we're going to have to dial up some different ways to put pressure on. Yeah. They did that time. And, and he showed it a little earlier, I think, than he should have, but, but you knew he was coming. Scott's football on their own 35. Stop another drive for Grinnell in Scott's territory. Does I like this matchup, this play call right here. Out, 40-yard line is complete to... That's Nate Graham. I, w I wish he would have gotten out. I love that because we had three out here, and they only had two. They had a guy over the, you know, playing center field a little bit that was going to cover that third receiver on anything inside. But I really love that play call at that point. Yeah, that's almost an automatic yeah. seven, eight, nine yards yeah. there. I just wish he would have cut out a little bit more. That's a great play call there. Gain of nine, second and one, got trips right. Same thing, a little wide receiver yep. screen out to the right side. There he Graham goes. again, the there midfield, he goes. 45. Shakes a couple of tackles down to the 41-yard nice. line. Good Six effort, good move. second effort. They just keep going to it. Riley yep. Federer clapping his hands, yep. got the offense on the move. Got a boy, Riley. Love our local boys being successful. See Absolutely. Kyle Dilley down there on the, on yeah. the sidelines too. Kyle Dilley, uh, the starting <laughs> center for the yeah. Scots. Yeah, Carter Russell's got some time for Mammoth Roseville. Addison Fletcher doing the punting. We got some Illini West talent out there. And the quarterback, now they give off the right side to Francois. Haven't seen him for a while. Yeah. Henderson has got about a three-yard gain down to the 38-yard line of Grinnell. Second and seven for the Scots. 7.41 to go. The Scots lead 27-7. Mammoth leading Grinnell here. First week of Midwest Conference play. No division play anymore. It is one full conference. You play everybody and they all count. That's interesting. Francois, 35-yard line that makes ball. a man miss. Still on his feet, bouncing off guys, jumping over guys, all the way down to the 21-yard line. Super athletic play, but he's got to protect that ball. He's got to protect that ball. He's going to lose it. He got a little loose with it, didn't he? Timeout yep. taken by, I don't know. No, they're just going to come It's an official the timeout, I think. Oh, there's a kid on the ground here. Okay, there's a yeah. there's a on the near side. Yeah. I see it now. Yeah. The, the yeah. sideline was kind of hiding my vision there. That is, let's see, that's uh, Luke Stephan, defensive back from El Paso, Texas, down on this near side. Now he hops up and jogs off on his own. On his own, doesn't doesn't look like he's favoring anything too much. Gonna have to definitely sit this play out. 27 to seven. 7.21 to go. Scott's on the move. Down to the 21-yard line, first and 10. Francois going to break one here. Is Carter Russell. Carter Russell's in the game now. Carter Russell, freshman from Monmouth Roseville, in the backfield with Riley Federer. Federer. Yeah, they've, uh, <coughs> they've played some sports back in the day against <laughs> one another for sure. 
Fetter in relief of Carter Boyer, who got hurt late in the first half. The give to Russell, get, up, get, get up. to the edge, down to the 20, lowers his shoulder and runs over a defender. Down to about the 18-yard line, lowered his shoulder a little bit there, and the defender for <laughs> Grinnell. I, I was talking to some of my kids yesterday. I can't even remember who it was. Um, Maybe Derek Chandler, one of our high school kids, about um, finding open spots and how, how sometimes you got to look. We got some guys that go towards contact. Carter Russell is one of those kids in high school. Carter <laughs> Russell just showed right now he's still a kid that likes contact. Russell again throws a forearm shiver up into the oh flag on the play helmet. Yeah, I'm hoping they don't get they don't get uh, Carter there for. I mean, he really threw like a forearm shiver right when he was about ready to take contact. Oh. And I have a holding call. Is that what the, I missed the initial part of that I, call. I so did too. I'm it's sorry. A holding call. Ten yards on the Scots after about a about a four yard run from Russell. He uh, he's he's running hard. He likes contact, and he always has. I mean, he, he I think he started as a freshman in high school. So how uh, was the, his dad on the coaching staff here at Monmouth College? How much time do you think he spent in April Zorn in his life? <laughs> he, he and Silas and <laughs> CJ and all those kids down there. Yeah. To give to Carter. Uh, go, Russell go, 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 off go, go, the go. right side, and this time he got hemmed in by a number of Grinnell Pyre pioneers. He, he hesitated there. I don't know if something got plugged up. He hesitated there. He, he got to go, man. You got to go. Francois, Francois back this, in the game. This is a boy. What this is a nice one-two punch. Whether it's either yeah. whether it's Francois or Devin Lawrence, you got that breakaway, you know, outside edge speed, and then you come back with that hard run at Carter Russell and. A couple other running backs on this roster and as well. Right, wow. right now you have a quarterback that's a threat with his sure. as well. Absolutely. Third and 14. Back to pass is Fetter. Sets up a screen. Great. Complete to Francois. Makes a man miss at the 25, 20, 15, there he goes. 10, 5, touchdown. Henderson, Francois. Scots go up 33 to 7, pending the extra point. Just another simple screen pass that the running backs have broke for Monmouth College. Simple, but then he made a, a kid look really silly with a, with a juke move there. I mean, just a, a, a phenomenal athlete right there. I try to keep up with the times. I don't know if ankle breaking is, is still in today's youth lexicon. That was a torso break there, I think. <laughs> that was a That's how good go. it was. There you go. I like that even better. On for the extra point is Cody Zell. 33-7, to seven, Scots by 26. Ball is down, kick is up, and it is no good. Wide right. Wide right, extra point, no good. That's the second one missed. First one was a bad snap. 33-7. to seven. Scots by 26 with 5.48 to go. We'll be back in 30 seconds here on AM 1330, FM 94.1, WRAM. Back here at April Zorn Memorial Stadium. That touchdown sponsored by Robert Thompson Trucking. For all your rock, sand, dirt, and grain hauling needs, call Robert Thompson Trucking at 768-2697, leading to a fam or a farm king kickoff. Your family store with more. Got a shocking score from eight-man football that we'll give you folks after this kickoff. His complete high kick. Another fair catch called for at about the 12-yard line. Not even messing with the return. Coming out to the 25-yard line. We have an eight-man football score in from our area. The number one team in the state for eight-man football, the West Central Heat, taking on Bushnell Prairie City. Bushnell Prairie City in their first year of eight-man football, but what a start they've gotten off to. 2-0, averaging over 50 points a game. The West Central Heat 
Then Jason Kirby, head coach Jason Kirby, shut out BPC 38 to nothing. I watched the practice. You and I did their game mm-hmm. last week. They're the real deal. I hope we're doing seeing them right on this field in a couple months. The eight-man state championship is played right here at April's Orr Memorial Stadium. <clears throat> so hopefully uh, things keep going well. We'll see uh, West Central or one of, them, one of our local eight-man schools right here. Give straight ahead to Carter. First play from scrimmage from the 25 for Grinnell. Stopped after about a couple yards out to the 27-yard line. I think it was Carter on the cus- on the uh, carry again. Danny Carter. And congratulations to head coach Jason Kirby. We talk to coach Jason Kirby every Wednesday morning on the WRAM morning show at about 7.40. So tune in for a what's going I mean, he was jacked up last Wednesday when I talked to him in the morning. He's going to be he's going to be excited this Wednesday. Probably probably he's just free McDonald's sandwiches all the time. <laughs> That's all he does is eat McDonald's sandwiches. Second and seven. He is a big supporter of McDonald's for sure. Second and seven. Screen pass is complete. Good. It's a run new receiver. Down. Good run down there. Garrett Bean, a sophomore from Massachusetts for Grinnell. Well, the screen pass doesn't get a whole lot out over the 30-yard line, out to the 32, 31-yard line is where they'll spot the ball. It'll be third and four for Grinnell with under five minutes to go here in the third quarter. 33-7, Scots leading the Grinnell Pioneers. Opening week of Midwest Conference play. Both teams coming off a loss last week in week one. The Scots uh, represented themselves, even though even despite the score, 44-3, I thought they represented themselves pretty well against Wartburg, number 18 team in the country, at least going into that game. I didn't see what they moved up or all this week. Third and four, big call here in the third quarter. Yeah, head coach Brent Barnes going to have to call a timeout. I don't yeah. know if there was some mix-up or the play clock was uh, maybe too too close for him. Yeah, it's going to be a timeout sponsored by Tinkham's Electric. Looking for an electrician contractor you can trust? Call Tinkham's Electric at 335-3034 or go to TinkhamsElectric.com. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Back here at April Zorn Memorial Stadium. Third and four for Grinnell. Woodhouse rolling right. Rolling right, still looking. He's going to tuck and throw it sidearm complete to Reinhardt out to the 40-yard line. That's the first and 10. Driven out of bounds by, that is Jonathan Diaz, defensive back from Riverdale, Illinois. An- another uh, little sidearm throw there. And Reinhardt's a player, man. He-, he got himself open. He's a player. That'll move the sticks out to the 41-yard line. I'd take a shot. If I were them, take a deep shot right now. See if... Uh, their uh, designated deep guy, yeah. Dustin Saya. See you, Saya. He is split out here to the right. It's I the short be. side of the field. Uncovered by Diaz. Nope. Now they throw it to the left side to Reinhardt. Complete. Makes a man miss at the 42. Into Scott's territory. Well into Scott's territory. Down near the 40-yard line. Push him out of bounds at the 41. It'll be first and 10 for Grinnell. He just, I think a defensive back just slipped. It was a nice move by Reinhardt. And I think when he the defensive back for the Scots on that side, which I believe is Reggie Willis out there, I think. Maybe just slipped down. Just lost his footing. That's a good move by Reinhardt. First and 10. Pioneers again in Scots territory. Again. They give to Dustin Carter off the left side. Over the 40-yard line or inside the 40-yard line of the Scots down to the 38. Gain of a couple. It'll be second and eight. The two-yard gain from Carter. He's. We talk on Friday nights about the guys that get the hard yards. Dustin Carter has gotten the hard, or Danny Carter. Excuse me. Danny Carter's gotten the hard yards. Absolutely. For tonight. He's he's a big, strong kid. 
second and eight. Man, they're taking a lot of time, aren't they? Yeah, play clock is down to four, 13. They're just getting the line of scrimmage. So that gives them about 10 seconds now to <clears throat> snap it. Down to five. Snap back to Woodhouse. Looking over the middle. He'll roll out to his left. He'll tuck and run. He's got the first down inside the 30. Scrambling ability of of Woodhouse has kind of hurt Scotts a little bit. Uh, you know, you're down 733. Just, I, I think you're you want the tempo to change for your offense sure. right now. You want some plays in. That's what, those are valuable seconds. Yeah, know, just falling off the clock. 220 left here in the third, so you've got 17 game minutes, yeah. which seems like a lot, but you're down you're down almost what four scores. Yeah. You're down four scores, and your defense hasn't shown that they've stopped the Scots much here in the second half. So you you definitely you gotta you gotta pick the tempo up a little bit for sure. First and ten at the 29-yard line of Mama. Back to pass is Woodhouse. Pump fake, rolls out to his right. Now he'll run up the middle. Open. Down to the 25, slides down before he takes a shot from the Scots. He'll be a little short of the first down. They gotta move it back to where his knee first hit on the slide. Now all the way back to the 22-yard line. So it'll be second and two, second and three. Yeah, he slid just in time. Had a couple of defensive backs coming up ready to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He did the he, he did the right thing there. Second and three for Woodhouse and the Pioneers. Snap, give to Carter. Danny Carter off the right side. He's got the first down inside the 20, down to the 18-yard line. That should move the sticks, and it does. <clears throat> the Grinnell running game. Uh, we talked about I think at halftime has done pretty well there since about midway through the second period. They hadn't done anything up until that point. But now for a little over a quarter, they have uh, moved the ball pretty effectively on yeah. the ground. Just enough. Reinhardt was Reinhardt is a big mm -hmm. part of that too. Woodhouse has two receivers to the left. It's Reinhardt and Saya. Single receiver here to the near side is Clayton Burton rolling left, rolling left is Woodhouse, still looking, got all kinds of time, stops and Throws. fires back to the middle of the field. Touchdown. Got the man in the middle of the end zone is a, that catch is good, it's that guy, Dustin Saya. That was just a good job of Woodhouse buying Flag time. on the play, flag and on the play. That's gonna come oh, back. On them, yep. It is going to come back. He had a lot of time, so you would have maybe suspected there was a holding right. in there somewhere. Right, if there wasn't, mm, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. He had a ton of time. I thought he was going to tuck and run, but he just stopped right before the line of scrimmage and threw it all the way from the left sideline back to the middle of the field. Moves the ball all the way outside the 25 back to the 28. We are close to, yeah, we're at Farfagdugan range, second and 20 <laughs> from the 28. You know, hats off to their quarterback. He has made some plays. Yes, has. I've been impressed with what yeah. else today. Yeah, for sure. What do we say? He's a uh, sophomore, so this is only his second game of uh, college football. Flag yeah, on the play. Flag on the play. This right before right, uh, Woodhouse didn't even get into his cadence yet. When is this going to be? Well, picking it up. Hmm. Picked the flag up. I don't know what he saw to initially. There. He saw something because he maybe it's, it had to have been some kind of illegal substitution thing. I'm guessing. I don't know the hmm. the uh, exact rules of illegal substitution, but it was early enough that it had to have been something to do that he <clears throat> thought maybe was an illegal substitution. Well, picked up the flag. Still first and twenty from the twenty-eight. 
handoff, little inside handoff. Henry, Henry Baird, Baird again. Not a lot there. If anything, I'm not sure he got anything. You, you got to take a shot. You, I mean, second no. and a Farfignugan. Four. And, Four. and you're down. Third quarter, it's almost the beginning of fourth quarter. You're down seven to 33. That is three seconds. They're going to let yeah. the clock tick out. At the end of three quarters of play here at April Zorn Memorial Stadium, it is the Monmouth College Fighting Scots 33, the Grinnell Pioneers 7. We'll be back in one minute here on AM 1330 WREM. Back here at April Zorn Memorial Stadium. I do like our new bumpers we've got this year. They're nice fantastic. I yeah. love it. That's why I like using the Marty. <laughs> I get to hear the bumpers. Second and 20 from the 28. Grinnell trying to cut into this lead, rolling to his left. Now pulling up the right-handed throwing Woodhouse. Now he's got to roll back to his right. Under a lot of pressure, he's just going to chuck that nope, one out. Flag on, the play. flag on the play. So we got maybe some defensive holding in the, in the secondary for the Scots, maybe. Yeah, I think they're going to get... They are going to get, it looks like, Jonathan Diaz with maybe a defensive holding. At least that the official was pointing at uh, that defensive back for the Scots. We'll see what the official calls. Now, <clears throat> now Diaz is clapping his hands, so are they going to pick that one up too? <laughs> yep, they're picking that one up too. You, explain that to me. I, <laughs> I, don't know. I, I don't know. Here's my thing. If you, if you saw something, then you threw the flag. For a reason. Right. Right. But as it is, it's an incomplete pass. Third and 20 as Woodhouse, for the first time today, just chucked one up over the sidelines. What do we know? We're just radio guys. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. They don't, they don't pay us to know anything. We just describe what's <laughs> going on. Back to pass is Woodhouse, stepping up in the pocket, dumps it off to Reinhardt at the 25. 20, that's where he'll go down as Ooh. he is just thrown down by Evan Otto. Oh, flag on the play. play. That two might be a little too much. Yeah, he picked him up and just pile-drived. Either that or Reinhardt. after after the play, Reinhardt may have done, may have talked to Reinhardt's happy anyway. They're discussing it on the sideline. Either he's happy or he made a, a gesture. I mean, Reinhardt's fine. It was a, a physical tackle by, yeah. I don't even know who tackled him. It was Evan Otto. Evan Otto. It was a good play. physical, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put Boy, your plank in the ground right now. He planted him and then he got up. So let's see what they're discussing here. I think if he would have just, just kept him on the ground, just kept driving him back and then piled driving him, he kind of picked him up. Yeah. <laughs> Otto's a pretty big, big, pretty big kid. Six foot, 200 pound linebacker from Canton. And he picked up Reinhardt who goes, uh, what's Reinhardt go? 5'8", 155. He picked him up and just uh, a little too 5'8", yeah. 155? That's unnecessary. Unnecessary. Yep. Unnecessary reference. Reinhardt reminds me of a Cole Beasley. Yeah, exactly. A, he's got the hair, hair coming, coming out. And he's just a, a physical yeah. little like Julian Edelman, just a physical. Oh, I can't, I can't say a Patriots name in front of you, can I? <laughs> just a little physical kid, though. That yeah. it's um, he's, he's a player. I don't even want to hear Cole Beasley. I think he's still with the Bills. That's who my Steelers got this weekend. Oh, there you go. So it's going to be a first down for the Pioneers. As Scotts would have had him stopped. Go Bills. Oh, so that slipped. Sorry, that slipped. <laughs> My bad. It respotted the football back <laughs> to the 11-yard line. Here we go. It'll be first and 10. You're just a little sore over the Cowboy loss on Thursday night. 14-30 left in this game. <laughs> Scott's up 33-7. to seven. Suddenly doesn't want to talk NFL. <laughs> first and 10 for the Pioneers. Woodhouse with a receiver split right, split left. Sidecar to his left and a couple guys in the wing position. Oh, Ooh, got the Scots to jump. There's the flag. Free play. Thrown up for grabs. Now the back of the end zone. Come on, fellas. Stay set. 
Now they let that one go. The quarterback looked at least in a little more peril than he did the first time they didn't let it go. I don't understand. I don't know when you blow it dead. Five-yard penalty on the scouts will make it first and five, and it'll be inside the 10 following the unsportsmanlike conduct, unnecessary roughness that gave the Pioneers a first down. 14-14 left in the fourth quarter, 33-7. The scouts up by 26. Grinnell has to score on this possession, has to. Rolling right is Woodhouse, keeps it. Now he's gonna get tackled in the backfield, loss on the play. I thought he was gonna pull up there and oh. at least try to throw it, which you, you're, you're more than able to. You just wanna, if you're not going anywhere, just pull up and throw it like you're gonna run and then throw it out of bounds and you don't lose a couple yards on it. More than legal to do. Yeah, and you know, sometimes you get those backers to, to drop back if you, they think you're passing, so. Yeah, at least pull it back. Defensive backer, yeah. Cock it, I think is what they say, at least cock it. 33-7, clock still moving, following what the incomplete pass would have stopped the clock too. Back to the nine yard line, eight yard line is what they'll call it. They can get a first down at the one. Woodhouse with time, now he'll run up the middle. Throws it, oh. batted down to the line oh. of scrimmage, picked up by a lineman for, wow. for the uh, Pioneers, making the Good catch. Good job by the Scots. Landon Skinner, a sophomore from Mesa, Arizona. The ball got tipped at the line of scrimmage, came right down to... Woodhouse took a hit there too. He took a hit by somebody, I don't know who, but you see him get up. He, yeah, he's kind of limping back to yeah. the huddle a little bit. He's gonna go get the play call in from the side. Now he's got to run a little more on that, on a bad wheel. It'll be third and eight from the Scots nine. Just play clock down to 14. They're gonna take a timeout sense, here. Not a sense of urgency at all. 10 seconds, yeah, they're gonna talk about it and then call a timeout with a second to go and get that extra, what, 15, 20 seconds to talk about it, but they're gonna take one of their two remaining timeouts. That'll only leave them one left and then it'll be down, they're already down 26 at this point. Yeah, timeout taken by head coach Brent Barnes. It'll be third and eight from the nine yard line of the Scots when we come back. Scots lead 33 to seven with 12.32 to go here on WREM. Who sings this song? Some funky Cole Medina coming out of the break. Uh, Is that Tone Loke? That's Tone, tone Loke, yes. Listen to that. I like it. I like it. See if the Scots can get funky Cole Medina on the <laughs> Pioneer offense on uh, third and I eight. I want to pick six here. <laughs> I'm predicting a pick six here. Third and eight from the nine. Now you gotta get to the one yard line quickly. Nope, oh, Woodhouse tucks it back down, throws it, jump pass, yep. and it one hops the receiver in the end zone, but kind of left his feet. I think he got close to the line of scrimmage and just left his feet as he was going over the line. As long as you don't come down before you throw it, you're all right. Incomplete pass will make it fourth and eight. See if the Scots can hold. They've been, uh, they have been the epitome of bend but don't break today. Right, absolutely. See if they can do it one more time. Again, taking a lot of time on the sideline as Coach Barnes talking to his quarterback, Woodhouse. Now he runs back to the huddle and you're already at 12 on the play clock. Down to eight. Finally at the line of scrimmage, down to five. Okay, they're gonna have time, but they're doing a lot of shifting here too with two seconds. One, zero. There it is. Yeah, I there's the flag. I don't understand this. There's no sense of urgency by them. And Woodhouse is literally, he's on the eight-yard line. The play clock is right off yeah. to his right yeah. in the corner of the end zone. He can see it plain as day. He, I know uh, it's his first, what, second game as a varsity quarterback, Grayson Woodhouse. Right. Yeah. 
Five-yard penalty will make it even harder back to the 14. That does give you a little bit more field to work with, I guess, looking at it a positive way for you're running. You're running valuable time with the clock. And, and I know I know. there's a point in the game where you, as a coach, you're like, you know what, we got to wrap this up. We're not going to be able to come back from this. I don't right. know if, I don't know if they're in that situation. I mean, they're down to 10 12, again on the play clock. minutes left, but. Down there at the line of scrimmage with five, so they are going to get this one off. Rolling left is Woodhouse. Got to get to the one-yard line on fourth down. Pulls up, runs back the other way, and runs right into wow. Scott. Right into 74 for the Fighting Scots. That's Tevin Baker. You know who made that play happen, though? From Weathersfield. You, oh, there you go. You know who made that play happen? It's Corbin uh, Personette. He had outside contain. He stretched it, and then he took off to the outside shoulder and pushed him back in. To his two buddies there waiting to, help, waiting to, to take care of business. Six foot three, Tevin Baker, 210 pounder, sophomore from Kiwani High or uh, Weathersfield High School. And Juan Weathersfield's had some nice high school football teams in the last several Absolutely. years. First and 10 for the Scots on the turnover on downs. Francois from the 18. Flag, flag on the play. Thrown after about a two yard gain out to the 20. Francois after a two yard gain, it's going to be on the Scott. Holding call on the Scots. That was a quick, that was a quick flag from the 18. We'll back him up to the eight-yard line, or is that a half-the-distance deal? They're going back to the eight or nine here. Let's see where they spot the football. That's the nine. So half the distance back to the nine-yard line. So they didn't get to the Farfic Nugent mark. It's going to be first <laughs> and 19 from the nine. Francois goes in motion. Fetter will keep. Right up the middle. Boy, he's driven back, too. He took a shot right in the gut, but then spun around and maybe yeah. got an extra yard. He's, I, and I said this when he's in high school. He's a physical kid for not for a kid that's not huge. He's a physical, physical kid. T.J. Lawrence. T.J. Lawrence uh, put the put the helmet right in Federer's midsection, and uh, Federer kind of spun and got an extra yard out of it with 11.42 to go here in this fourth quarter. It'll be second and 13 after the gain of six by Federer. This time Francois, they get to Francois. Here he goes. Got a little hole, 20, whoop, cuts it back, whoop. 25. We'll see where they spot it. That's really close. The far side official has him at the 29-yard line. That's the first down, and it is. He is really fun to watch. Man, that was a quick lateral movement there. Yeah, he's got a good jump step. First and 10 for the Scots. That'll eat a little bit more time off this clock. Minimum. Federer gets the play call in from the side. Two receivers left, one right. Sidecar is Francois with Federer. Federer will go, keep a little play action, a little floater. Ooh, careful in that pass. Of Dylan Bone. You, you always have to be super careful in your roll and left to, to try to, and you're right-handed to make that throw. Yeah, but make it a, make it a completely, and it, it didn't have to be too precise on that one as Bone was pretty wide open, but still that's a tough throw. Yeah, and you saw how like he that. didn't catch it and it bounced up in the no. air, and that, that's never a good thing if the ball bounces up because there's usually a defensive back behind him. Mm -hmm. Second that's and 10 from the 29-yard line. Riley Fetter in relief of Carter Boyer, who went out oh, to Francois, runs into a hole. Yeah, big old pile there. there about a yard deep. He'll get a yard out of it as far as he's going to get. They're going to give him two out of the 32. They're give him three out of the 32. He's hitting the hole hard. 
he, he took a different angle at that too. That was kind of kind of neat to watch. Ten and a half minutes left. Scott's lead, the Pioneers, Mama 33, Grinnell 7. Yeah, now you just manage the clock. And try to pick up this first down, need another couple minutes off. Back to pass is Fetter looking over the middle. Short hops oh, the receiver at nuts. the 42-yard line. Would have been a first down. All right, let's see Addy pin him deep. Dylan Bone trying to sell it on the, on the reception. Here comes my buddy Addison Fletcher. Love this kid. Great kid. He's got a good leg. Let's see him pin him deep. Yeah, he hasn't had a chance to really kick one yet. He only had one. He has a bad snap. Bad snap. As he's going out, counting his guys. Let's well, look at it. That's the kind of kid he is. Absolutely. You got to count your guys as you're heading out there. He'll be standing on his own 20-yard line. The kicks he did get off last week against Werberg were good. I think he averaged right around 40 yards a kick. And another Not short hop. Gets a hold of it. Oh, yeah. End over end kick. Taken at the 25-yard line. And a Atta fair boy. catch called for. Wow. Wow. Oh, that was deep enough kick. That was very returnable. That was the, the issue last week with the kicks that he did get off. Yeah. Um, they were so deep, they were very returnable. So his average, I think, was right around 40, but his net really wasn't all that great because yeah. he was just out kicking his out, coverage. Out kick your coverage. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That's, that can be a good and a bad thing. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean. Well, I guess if you call it out kicking your coverage, it's a bad thing. But a kid that can hit, kick deep. I'll take that's my chances. Thing, right. Yeah, just kick it deep. I'll take my kick, chances kick on it, better coverage. Kick it deep in the corner. Maybe it'll bounce out of bounds or go out of bounds. First and 10, Grinnell from their own 25-yard line. Pretty good kick there from, from Fletcher. They'll have a good net on that one with a fair catch. New quarterback in the game for the Pioneers. We'll get that young man's Nothing name. Get straight ahead. Ooh. New ball carrier, too. Ball carrier was Leo Choi, the new quarterback is Hayden Moses from New Hampshire, from Hollis, New Hampshire. Moses, five foot nine, 170 pound freshman, which is kind of, yeah. unless, unless, uh, unless Woodhouse maybe is shaken up. I know he took a pretty good shot yeah, there on that last yeah, drive. Yeah, you're right. Andrew Clawson from, from Monmouth was all over that play. You'd think being just a sophomore, and Justin Douglas, get, yeah. uh, as many reps as, as he can. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But it is. Moses out there now, hoping to lead him to the promised land. Cut out to the right, short gain. Out up over the 25-yard line, out to the 27, I think is where they'll put the football down. That'll be third and eight with under 10 minutes to go, about nine and a half left here in this fourth quarter. Scott's comfortably ahead, 33 to seven, but again, last time these two teams met back in 2018, I believe, it was 55 to nothing, yeah. <clears throat> and actually the last, I did have this stat too that we'll talk about after this play. An impressive last uh, several meetings between these two schools in favor of Mama. Back to pass over the middle is Moses. Almost picked mm. off by the Scots, but mm. two defenders kind of ran into one another. That would have been picked off. Mm, one Scott, it, yeah, he's good. One of the Scots, it was, uh, it was Caleb Endicott or Salem Nelson, one of the two, one of the 19s on the This is Reggie Willis as well. A little get up kind of slow. Punt team will come out for Grinnell. Just in the last, I had this stat. Um, what do we got? It was uh, the Scots have outscored Grinnell 322 to 6 in the last six years. 322 Three. to 6 that's in the last six that's years. That's impressive. Yeah. So that's uh, a good showing by, by Grinnell today compared to what uh, the last yeah. several meetings have been. Punt is away. Wow. And it's going to be not a great kick. It's going to take a Scott bounce. Sure. 
That all right, that's really good field position. It's right the 40, isn't it? Yeah, 42, I think, is the far side official. Oh, yeah, 42, putting yep. it down, so that's a, a great field position for the Scots. We'll see what they can do here with nine minutes to go exactly. Leading by 26, 33 to 7. Coach Ewing, what do you want to get? What do you want to get accomplished here in this last nine minutes of your uh, I want. I want to keep the ball. On the, I want to keep the ball on the ground. I want to give uh, Francois the ball. I would like to get Carter Russell in there, who's in there right now. Give him the ball. Uh, any of your backs that haven't had any looks, give them, give them the ball. Let them see what they can do. Fetter, Riley, they give to Russell. Picking his way. There you go, Carter. Carter. A little go, hole go, go, down go. to the 30-yard line. Still oh, on his boy. feet. Good Got run. a first down down to the 31, about 11-yard run for Carter. Good run by Carter Russell. Good job by the line. They had to hold it. You or I could have ran through it. Boy, he, he kind of, after the handoff, he kind of stopped and shuffled his feet. And I, my, in my own head, I'm going, go, go. And then when he finally and seen that hole, he yeah. went. You just kind of be impatient. You like how I said that? There's a hole you or I could have run through, like either one of us run <laughs> at all anymore. Right. It was a nice job, though, that, by the offensive line. That's a hole I could have definitely limped through, for sure. Could have driven through it. <laughs> Carter again. This okay. time, talked to the line of scrimmage. Maybe a yard down to the 30. Might have got a yard out of that. Yeah, they're going to give him a yard. Second and nine. For Russell. End of the game is Nick Obsaint, a junior from Naples, Florida, for the Scots. Kind of shifting some receivers in and out. Got a good number of them. Got a good veteran. Got a good veteran mix of receivers that's going to help out our young quarterbacks all season long. If you got young quarterbacks, you got to have some good yeah. experience. Very old Fetter <laughs> tries to hurdle the, <laughs> the defensive lineman for the Pioneers. I wonder if he's going to pull one here in a minute because, you know, you give it to Carter, give it to Carter, give it to Carter. And, hey, I'm pulling it because they're on him. <laughs> After the. Uh, after the attempted leap falls down for about a two-yard gain, it'll be third and seven from the 28-yard line. We are at seven and a half minutes to go fourth quarter. So take take a little time. more time now. Take yeah. your time. Slow things up. Play clock on that end of the field is in is to the right side of the offense. As the scouts are going from left to right on your dial here in the fourth quarter. Fetter has Carter Russell back. Now he'll throw a little screen pass. It's complete, but having to dive for it was up St. And he's going to lose a couple yards. He had some room to run, but he had to leave his. He had to kind of dive to catch it. Not a not a very conducive wide receiver screen throw. Nope. Need a little more underneath it. Just had some one-on-one -on -one coverage out here, and Federer wanted to take advantage of it. It'll be fourth and nine. Scott's offense staying on the field a little too far for a field goal. Would it be? It would be a 47-yard attempt. I, I like your I like your defensive chances here. You go for this here. Back to pass is Fetter. Got a little time. Now back, he runs back, out back of time. You. He didn't even see he lost that the guy. He didn't even see that guy coming from behind him. Yep, it's going to be picked up as Fetter gets it uh, knocked out of his hand by the defender coming from behind, getting the fumble reception or recovery. Is Luke Porter. Junior from Seattle, Washington, for the Grinnell Pioneers with 6:27 to go. It would have been, would have been Pioneer football anyway, but they ended up getting well, about seven, eight yards extra off the fumble. Now the, the pocket just looked like he had a little time initially, and then the pocket just kind of collapsed on him a little right. bit. Now comes the offense. Still in at quarterback for Grinnell. The second string, Hayden Moses. Moses takes the snap, 
gives to the running back and he's tackled immediately behind the line of scrimmage. Henry Baird. Hope. And trying to get a number of the uh, defender there. Was that Dietrich? 44, is that 44 that had a piece of that? Yep, and 42 I believe. Dietrich Christian Gripper. Christian Gripper from that's a good name for a defender, isn't it? Christian Gripper. I like it. Freshman from Schaumburg, Schaumburg Illinois. Yeah. Third or second and eleven for Grinnell. On their own 38 with under six minutes to go here in the ball game. Scott's comfortably ahead, 33 to 7. Moses gives to the running back and taken down immediately. Maybe back to the original line of screen. He might have got two out of that out to the 40. Moses, not the biggest guy out there. He's a freshman, so he'll grow a little bit, but he's 5'9", 170. I think that 170 is pushing it, but. Third and ninth from the ball. Nose of the football right on the Pioneers' own 40-yard line. Two receivers right, one left. Single back in the backfield with Moses. Hayden Moses takes the snap. He'll roll right, pulls up, throws down the field. Got a man, just throws it just out of his reach, out of bounds. Oh, Had did I see a flag? No, Ricky it was Moore, ball, sorry. Down the sideline. On will come the punt team. That, that possession, that uh, drive didn't last very long at all. The deep to receive is Devin Graham, or Nate Graham, excuse me, Nate Graham. Standing on his own 27-yard line, but I don't think I've seen a punt yet that's gotten that far in the air. It's always easier to run up on it than run back. You're right. Catch it. You're absolutely right. Reinhardt, finally a good snap. This time a line drive kick. It's going to hit at the 35. Roll inside the 30. It's the first inside normal the 25 punt. down to the 23-yard line. He's get a good net yeah, on that the one. First normal punt he's had, really, because he's done that rugby style or he's ran for a first down. It was a spiral, but it was a low spiral, so Graham didn't have a, a whole lot of time to come up and make, you know, get himself gathered to make the catch. A nice roll for the Pioneers. Gives the Scots the football with less than five minutes to go. 4.48. Federer still on the field. A lot of quarterbacks on this roster for this, the Fighting Scots, but then the give off the left side. You got a new man in the game. For Monmouth College, we got a number on that young man. 22-32. I can't see. The numbers are kind of scrunched up there. 33, 33 or 32. Oh, I thought it was 32, but. 32, could be McCade Brooks from uh, South Fulton. Freshman from South Fulton. Oh, there you go. Pretty good, pretty good sized freshman. Six yeah. foot 197. Another local product, Prairie Land Conference, South Fulton Rebels. They got a big win last night over Elmwood Broomfield. Oh. I don't know if that's a mix-up, but oh, Riley yeah, Fetter is going to make a goes. play for it. There he and goes. There he 45, goes. 40, 30, Go. 25. Fetter is going to score on a broken play. That is going to be a 75-yard touchdown run for Riley Fetter. I mean, he turned, took the snap, turned, looked like he wanted to give to the running back who wasn't anywhere near the area. Then yeah. Federer just decided on his own. I don't know if that was – it sure didn't look designed. Uh, I don't think it was. I think you're right. It wasn't in – 
And like we said before, this kid's a smart, heady kid. He's oh, a football he player, fast. and he isn't—he's fast. He's an athlete. He got to that second level about where the linebackers normally are, and he hit another yeah. gear and outran defensive backs. That's that's why I like him back there. You know, he's gonna—if he sees something, he's gonna take it. Well, I am impressed with Federer today for sure. Agreed. Like you said, it's it's a given. We know he can run. You and I have seen him on Friday nights yeah. doing high school football. We we know he can run. And we've seen him throw the ball effectively well. Hopefully, I mean, depending on, I mean, we're talking like Carter Boyer's, you know, out. He's out for today, but I don't uh, think we're in bad shape if Carter Boyer can't go to give, uh, we might have a quarterback controversy here. I'm going to talk ooh, to Coach Braun on Monday about um, quarterback controversy. I'll be tuning in to hear that. Yeah. Um, if, if either one of them, I mean, Carter Boyer struggled throwing the football. If Riley Federer can can throw the football with any kind of consistency. We definitely have a quarterback sure. uh, controversy going on here. Or just go with a, go with a uh, dual threat. Rotate them. Do that it's too. always a possibility. Both, both of them bring different skill sets. Now you're coaching against the Scots next year, next week. You got to, well, what am I going to do here? Who, who's starting? What do we got to prepare for? It's another right. element to the coaching part of it. Normally we get the two deeps from uh, each school on a Monday. And I don't think that's going to be nearly enough time for <laughs> to decide who's going to be on the field next Saturday. So I'm going to have to maybe shoot Coach Braun a text about Friday. That touchdown was sponsored by Robert Thompson Trucking. For all your rock, sand, dirt, and grain hauling needs, call Robert Thompson Trucking at 768-2697. This kickoff sponsored by Farm King, the family store with more since 1959. Cody Self will kick off with... 3.56 to go, just under four minutes left in this ball game. Fair catch Fair called for it about the five. That's a good deep kick from Zelk. Every kick has gotten progressively better for Cody this afternoon. Yeah, he's looking good. And he's had a few of them. <laughs> a lot of opportunities. Uh, right, and he didn't get a bunch of opportunities last week no. to, uh, in his first varsity, Monmouth College varsity action. Didn't get a lot of chances to kick off last week. He did hit a field goal, which is good to see. Short field goal, I think a 35-yarder, I believe, is what uh, what uh, Cody drilled last week. 25-yarder, short field goal. Today's looked pretty good on the kickoffs. Back out is Hayden Moses, ball to 25, following the fair catch on the kickoff. Moses uh -oh. turns. Uh-oh, uh -oh. mix up. Exactly what happened to Federer, and he... Got a pretty good game. He didn't take it to the house, but he's going to get about a 15, 14-yard run. He turned. No running back there at all. <laughs> what did John Madden used to say? Hey, the, the, the running back and the quarterback just weren't on the same page there. <laughs> they weren't even in the same book, I don't no, think. No, but, but he made a play out of it. Right. It's, it's very similar yeah. to the exact last play we saw from scrimmage from Federer. He turned and there was nobody there, and he took it 75 yards of the house. It'll be a first and 10 after the 14-yard carry from Moses. With 3.20, clock is moving. Scott's lead 40 to 7. Give, a late give there Ooh. from Moses. And the running back paid for it. That is, uh, is that on the carry? That is Baird again, getting up slow. Henry Baird getting up slow after taking that shot. Was that Rashawn Hurston on the play? For the uh, Scots there? Yeah. Also, he's a freshman. One of my favorite names on the Scots roster this year is junior Jeremiah Glenn Lewis Charles. He's in a linebacker for the Scots right now. That's a that's a big fellow, 6'2", 230. That's zero. <laughs> Spreads out on his back, man. <laughs> he's wide. Second and 11 for Moses and the Pioneers. 
The give, this time a little quicker, up the middle. Stop, that's gonna be at the 41 yard line. It'll bring up a third and eight. Ball carrier for the Leo Choi. Listed as a running back. We got a couple carries, I think, today. Third and eight at the 41 yard line. Down to the two minute mark. Scott's lead 40 to seven. Really put the medal down defensively here in the second half. The third quarter, about, about the first half of the third quarter, the Pioneers were moving the ball pretty well. And oh. now another mix up, and Moses is going to pay for it again. I don't know if Choi, it just keeps going to the wrong side. Or I, don't I don't know if it was Choi the first time. But one of them was not on the same page then either as quarterback turned to his right and Choi was going to his left. And then six foot one freshman, 215 pound Rashawn Hurst was right there to make the play. Couple times we've had a, you've had a chance to call that yeah. young man's name. Loss of another yard back to the 38 yard line, 37 yard line. It'll be fourth and 12. He looks like a handful out there. He's a strong kid. Look at him. And obviously he is. They're having a tough time against him. Now yeah, they're going to take this all the way down. And also Tevin Baker from Weathersfield. Timeout taken by Grinnell. Took it all the way down to a minute three on fourth and 12. Called the timeout. Now I think they're going to bring the, probably the punt team out and just try to run as much clock as they can off. Yeah. Huh? The Scots would have probably taken the once they got the ball. I don't know, six, one, half a dozen, another. I guess you're still running the clock out. We will stay here, kind of set up our, our uh, week next week. You and I will be at home at Coach Dobry Field for Monmouth Roseville Titan football on Friday night on our sister station, Sunday 97.7 WMOI. The Titans coming off a nice win last night <clears throat> on the road at Morrison, 43-28. to They'll try to get to 3-1 next week with a school that you're very familiar with, the Sherrard Tigers. Yeah, it's been uh, 10 years there in that district. We'll be on the air at 6.40 with a pregame show kickoff at 7 o'clock. Punt team on for Grinnell. Ooh, oh, high bad snap, snap, over snap his head. again. Chasing wow. it all the way back. And he'll just bat there it out of the back of the end zone for the safety. Put two more points on the board for the Scots, 42-7, to seven, and they'll have a free kick. Probably a good idea by the punter just to, Smart. from about the yeah. two-yard line, just bat it do. out of the end zone. That's what you got to do. I just hope the young kids at home are watching. Sometimes that's what you got to do. Right. I mean, his momentum would have taken him into the end zone, so it would have been a safety anyway, and you might as well have just batted it out and, and save the touchdown. Because if you don't handle it correctly, the scouts yeah. would probably get the touchdown immediately out of it on the fumble recovery. Or get the ball the on the one. And right, yeah, the same thing. Right, right. Giving up two points is better than six. On WREM next Friday night, opposite the Mama Throwsville Titans, we'll have the United Red Storm. They'll be... Uh, taking on uh, Lincoln Trail Conference opponent next week. Uh, 6.40 with the pregame show on WRAM. The uh, Red Storm coming off a loss last night. Yeah, well, we were following that, remember, and they were yeah. up, and it wasn't, it wasn't, I mean, it was, a, it was a battle, it sounds like. United lost 40 to 26. They led the game 26 to 24, and uh, just uh, seeing some things on the internet today, uh, Cormac Flynn, who had a monster game last night, um, through three quarters, Cormick had 185 yards and two touchdowns, got some cramping issues and had uh, to miss the rest of the game. And that took a, they're already minus Aiden Parkins in the ball game. Yeah. So you take out Flynn and Parkins, arguably the two best uh, skill position athletes for United. And that makes the last quarter, you tried to hang on and it just didn't work. I saw the Parkins kid at our volleyball game the other night with a boot on. So I don't know what the issue is there, but I was like, ooh, that's not good. 
Yeah, it's one of the uh, main cogs of the offense for the Red Storm. And then, of course, Cormac Flynn, like I just talked about, had yeah. a monster game until severe cramping well, issues. We, we talked about this last night. Once you start cramping, you did this in badminton when you were you were an <laughs> avid badminton player. You cramp up. It's hard to recover from that, you know, right away. It's, you know, I got to thinking about that. You mentioned uh, badminton <laughs> last night during our high school broadcast. And I thought today when I was thinking about it, my mother brags that she was a Monmouth High School badminton PE champion <laughs> when she was younger. So that's Her claim maybe to fame. something into my, in my blood. Maybe. I see it. I mean, I see it. <laughs> Free kick for the Pioneers from their own 20. It's a back to a little pop-up kick. He's going to land at about the 45. <laughs> Good over-the-shoulder catch. He's going. He's like, and uh, he's going to return it. Who look, is that for this guy? Oh, no, here he goes, though. Here he goes. Is he he's still on his yeah, feet? Yeah, still on his feet. That's kind of fun. Nick Harris, a 5'10", 205-pound sophomore from Winter Haven, Florida. That was a nice catch over his over yeah. his shoulder. Thick Running backwards kid. to get that pop-up kick. Wow. Yeah, he's a thick kid, too. Just want to make something happen. You, sure. You got to respect that. Absolutely. 47.9 seconds left in this game. Scott's up 42-7. couple knees, probably, yeah, maybe, maybe two knees and get out of here. And, I was going to say get out of here healthy and on the next week, but we don't know the status of starting quarterback Carter Boyer or Devin Lawrence, who I've seen uh, I've seen since here in the second half, kind of roaming the sidelines, some shorts and his jersey on. Get him healthy for next week, too. Yeah, victory formation for the Scots. Federer will take a knee. And we'll see how quickly they, if, they, if they're really slow spotting the football, they won't have to run another play. Yeah. They are, let's see where the play clock. Now nope, they're going to make him snap it one more time. About a two-second differential between the play clock and the game clock. So just a quick knee. And this will be done. That will be the last snap in the 24 seconds. Don't need to snap it again. Scots get the 42-7 victory for the Grinnell Pioneers. That is, uh, that is more points. We already talked about this stat tonight. I'll bring it up again. Grinnell seven points is more points than they've scored against the Scots in the last six meetings combined. That's an insane concept. I can't, that's insane. 322 to six. Uh, this winning streak continues on. And with, uh, I believe with the COVID issues, used to line up at midfield. We've seen some shaking hands at midfield, but yeah. uh, no handshaking tonight. Just a bunch of waves like we've seen at the high school level, which I think is the weirdest. It, uh, the first time thing. I saw it, I, I didn't know that's what the, they were doing. And the first time I saw it, I was like, well, that's kind of rude. Oh, no, no, I guess it. it's what COVID. They, that's what the IHSA suggested. Yeah, yeah. You just you just wave to your opponents. Thanks for coming. How I missed thing. that that memo, I don't know, but I missed it. I so. And I, again, I hate to change the subject here, but yeah, anyway, I've been watching a lot of uh, of volleyball and sports actually mm -hmm. on the NFHS network and uh, the uh, I've seen it's getting a little bit more sarcastic now on the waves and I did I wonder how long it was going to be sure. we're going to take a short break and come back with a post game show your final score it's the Scots 42 Grinnell 7 we'll be back back here at April Zorn Memorial Stadium their final score the Scots get a 42 to 7 win over the Grinnell Pioneers and uh, run their uh, long winning streak over the Pioneers to, uh, let's see, I have that stat too. I don't remember what the uh, winning streak is, but we talked them being score, outscored 322 to seven. I don't have that handy here, but it's a long winning streak over Grinnell. It continues today. Scots get to one and one on the season and start their Midwest Conference off at one and oh. That's the big thing is just winning your conference and, and no conference championship game now. So you don't have to 
win your division and then go win your conference. Yeah. Two big games. You just gotta you just gotta crew enough wins to get in the conference championship. Just to win the conference championship, then you go to the playoffs. That's it's kind of a neat neat concept. Um, you know, I'm sure Coach Coach Braun's pleased because I'm I'm, I'm getting, guaranteeing his focus was defense this week, and the defense showed up and played. They only got seven points on the board. Um, of course, both teams have some things to build on, but uh, great game for the Scots. Post-game show sponsored by Lair's Collision Center. If you have collision damage repair, call Lair's Collision Center at 734-1949. Lair's Collision Center, they've got something for everyone. We don't have final stats. I think there might be an issue with the uh, stats program today. So I don't anticipate getting any stats possibly, but if we do get those, we'll pass those, pass those along to you. Your final stats are sponsored in the post-game show by Spears and Spears Law Office at 201 West Broadway in Monmouth for estate planning, trust, and family law. Score update, 42 to seven. We don't we don't really have who scored the touchdowns tonight either for the Scots, so that would have been sponsored by Security Savings Bank, part of your community, part of your life, member FDIC. A new thing here on the post-game show for home games here at Monmouth College is Sports Information Director Nathan Believa is going to try to dig us up either a player or a coach to come up we, and talk on the post-game show. We have one coming up, the one we wanted. Oh, we got Riley Federer we coming right, up. Riley nice. Federer. Rockridge Rocket uh, uh, coming into the booth. That'll be uh, fun to talk to Riley. did a great job tonight uh, running the offense after Boyer went out and not much time to prepare. Absolutely. And, and, and stepping into a college game and, and you know, substituting a guard or tackle or, or defensive back or something is tough enough. Stepping into the quarterback role without even throwing a ball you know you just hey he got hurt hey you're in just going in there cold like that I thought he did an outstanding job yeah I, I don't want it to seem like like uh, backup quarterbacks don't prepare during the week I'm sure he takes oh yeah. snaps during the yeah, week yeah, it's yeah. just uh, it's just uh, right at uh, right uh, quick quick drop uh, ready to come in the game who got joined by Mr. Riley Federer Riley congratulations buddy thank you appreciate it yeah great job tonight in relief Thank you. Uh, it's, it's fun being out there my first college game, or home game ever in my first uh, start, so it was nice being out there. Yeah, we were just talking about the preparation. Didn't get a whole lot of time to prepare on the sidelines anyway, but you prepare during the week like like you would start. Yeah, of course. I mean, I'm, I get reps just like Carter does every mm -hmm. week. Um, limited reps, but I still get reps. Um, and once I saw Carter go out, I had about one or two thrills and I had to go <laughs> out there, so I didn't get much preparation on the sideline. That's what we're talking about. You jump in defensive back. Any role you jump in is like, oh, you got to jump in real quick. Jumping into quarterback role where you're leading the order, the, you know, leading the offense, that's a tough thing. Hats off to you. Nice job, Riley. Thank you. I appreciate it, guys. You, uh, you had a little confidence role in there. I mean, you didn't look like you were – it didn't look like the the moment affected you too much. It really didn't. I mean, no, I play, I mean, I played high school football. Sure, uh, at a high level. Yeah, yes. And then, um, I mean, I didn't play football my freshman year. And I, the last year, obviously, but there was COVID. Um, but our coaches do a great job pre uh, preparing us. So when we go out there um, – I mean, all week, it's like if you go out on the field, you're going to be ready. So, we, We're well aware of your high school. We we <laughs> called the, the games. I'm principal at Miles Roseville High School. We've been doing this for a few years. We know who you are. So we're like, hey, we got a local boy running the, running the quarterback position. So hats off. Yeah, we know you. Surrounded by some local guys that you played high school football against and know very well. I mean, yeah. that's got to be fun for you. That's my favorite thing about college football is you, as a, a small school of college football is you're playing, you're playing with people you played against in high school. So I know sure. a lot of guys, Carter Russell, running back. I mean, I played against them my whole four years of high school. Yep. So. Yep. Big win for the Scots uh, starting off the conference season. I've talked to Coach Brown about it uh, numerous times. Now that they've switched from divisional format 
to the full conference play, every week counts. It's good to get that week one under your belt. Yeah, it's a good win at home. Uh, we needed this one. Now we just got to keep rolling, uh, keep doing the small things. And, I mean, we saw a glimpse of what we can do when we do the small things right. So. How about those guys up front? They do a hell of a job. I'm sorry. To, sorry. You're, you're fine. But, uh, yeah. You're in college they now. Do a, it's they, okay. <laughs> they do a great job up front. Um, they work their they work their ass off all week. Um, coaches do a great job. All line coaches do a great job with them. And hats off to them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, skill guys too, boy. You're surrounded. And, and we've talked during the broadcast, and I talked last week during the Warburg game, for young little inexperienced quarterbacks that we have on the roster right now. It's good to have those veteran receivers around you. You either got to have either a veteran quarterback and young receivers or vice versa. You got a nice set of receivers to throw yeah, to. Yeah, Jake, uh, Jake Urez and Nate Graham, they do a heck of a job. Um, they always helping me through. Uh, thing, they're helping me through things on the field. Um, they're great leaders, uh, great people to have out on the field with you. What'd you say when the first time you stuck your nose in that huddle tonight? What was the first thing that came out of your mouth? Um, I don't. I don't. Even, I was kind of speechless. Like, I kind of just, I, there's so many things going through my head. Not mess up. Don't do that. Don't do that. But once you get out there and you get your first play in your belt, it kind of just it kind of just rolls after that. Yeah, it was obvious. You 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 got control real quick. So nice, nice job, Riley. We appreciate you joining us on the post game show, my man. Go celebrate with your teammates. Thank you. I appreciate you guys. That was Riley Federer with the uh, Monmouth nice College job. Fighting Scots in relief of Carter Boyer at the uh, quarterback position as Carter uh, went down late there in that first half and uh, and uh, Riley commended a great job running the offense. What a great what a great kid! Um, you know, it's it's tough for me being from Monmouth Roseville to to you know you got a local <laughs> boy, but he's a local boy. He's a Scot now, so that's right. We love it. Um, he's doing great thing for the Scots. Just he stepped up, and that, that's a that's a hard thing to do. Um, but he he's the player that we thought he was, and I, I was gonna want I was wanting to ask him about that long play. What happened on that long play when you broke it and ran 75 yards to score? But um, that takes us to player of the game, I think. Absolutely, it does. Uh, which is sponsored okay. by Dairy Queen. Dairy Queen, we're happy. Tastes so good. So, do you want the defensive player of the game? Let's or go. Let's go. Uh, defensive player of the okay. game. We'll give that one first, which is sponsored by Clark and Glasgow Law Office, representing clients in a wide range of criminal defense matters. Visit cgmdefense.com. Who's our defender uh, of the well, game? For I, the I think defensively, the, everybody looked really, really sharp. Um, but this kid's name we said quite a bit. Number 46, Corbin Personet. Corbin Personet. Uh, we said his name quite a bit. He uh, he strung out one plate uh, to keep the quarter, keep them from getting in right there at the in the fourth quarter. Um, I think he's our defensive player of the game. That is uh, that's a, a young man that I know Coach Braun leans on heavily as one of the one of the ex more experienced defenders sure. coming back for him this year because he's very inexperienced in some spots and he's physical, just a physical kid, smart, Pitts physical. Field. Yeah. That's now it, it gets to our uh, player of the game, uh, Riley Fetter. Riley Fetter has no. to get player of the game just to step up. Like I said, in that in that quarter position, uh, that's not an easy thing to do, and he did it very very well. I do too. And we don't have stats on Riley, but by the eye test, I absolutely concur. There was a yeah. lot of good performances on the offensive side of the football, but Riley coming in in that spot, that that's tough. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Hats off to that kid. First first college football game ever. Yeah, I, I guess I didn't uh, realize that he didn't play his freshman year. I knew last year was taken away from from uh, well, the Scots and, and Division three altogether. I think you were right when you said it a little bit. You know, we said it about a half hour ago. Uh, the, there's some controversy now. Who's your, who's your, you know, depending on injury, you know, injury obviously would help make your decision. But if there's not, if, if uh, they comes, he comes back and he's good, then who are you starting? Right. You know, you you kind of want to say, boy, it's a good problem to have. It's not a good problem to have because you don't know the health of Carter Boyer. Yeah. But it is a good it's a good problem to have, I guess. Yeah, it, it could be way worse. Yeah, it could be like, right. we don't really have a guy that's experienced or that's, that really, you know, is 
talented enough to do the job, and Riley Federer obviously is. And, and Carter has done nothing to be demoted. No. I mean, it's just you've got you've got some competition. We'll put it that way. you got some competition at the quarterback position right now. You love that. As a coach, you love that. You mm-hmm. want that competition because that makes practice better. That makes everything better. When, you're, when you have that competition at, with your guys against each other, that's not a bad thing. Boyer moved the offense when he was in there almost yeah. that entire first half. Right. So both of them played well tonight. And uh, you know, it gives, gives the coach staff something to think about. All, all that competition does is take you from this level to this level. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... Your final score, 42-7. to Monmouth College defeats Grinnell to go to 1-1 on the season, 1-0 in the Midwest Conference. Grinnell drops to 0-2 and 0-1. Next Friday night, we'll have high school football on Sunday 97.7 WMOI and right here on AM 1330 FM 94.1 WRAM. It'll be the Monmouth Roseville Titans on Sunny and the United Red Storm on WRAM, your home for both high school football programs. And then next Saturday afternoon, we'll have the Scots at their normal time of 1 o'clock as the Scots will take on, are they on the road? I believe they are on the road next week. Yeah, they are at Illinois College taking okay. a trip to Jacksonville next Saturday for a 1 o'clock kickoff. Our pregame show will hit the air right here on WRM at 1240. There you go. Be a good one to see if the Scots can get to uh, get to 2-0 in the conference. I don't know exactly what what uh, Illinois College did last week. I don't see what uh, the current standings, but I don't know what yeah. Illinois College did last week. But they always give the Scots some, some, some problems. Yeah. Even, in the, even in the good years of Bama the College, they gave, they gave the Scots some problems at times. And I believe that's where Coach Braun was play, Was I believe was he right. down there? Yeah, I think he was the icy guy. But that's a neat place. I, I've been down there. I watched Kinsey Baker run track down there. Oh, sure. Uh, that's a neat uh, feel, too. It's, it's nice. Nice, that, nice facilities down there. That'll be next week at 1240 with a pregame show again right here on WRAM. All right, that's going to do it for a busy, another busy weekend of football here on the Prairie Communications Sports Network. Thank you to Jeff Ewing for joining me this afternoon. Had a good time. We always have a good time on Friday nights. I know we'd have a good time on Saturday. Thanks for letting me ride your coattails once again. And thanks to Julie Richardson back on the board, the doctor of board hopping. <laughs> Julie Richardson, thank you so much for keeping us on the air and producing today's broadcast. Until next Friday night, folks, I'm Sean Temple for Jeff Ewing. We'll see you next week. Have a great weekend.